Morning, Neil. Steve is boring. Yeah, a lot of my callers this morning complaining. If the Dolphins lose, they, they bitch and if they complain, that's what the sports nerds want to do. If they won 83 to nothing, they'd be saying, ah, oh, gee, they didn't look so good in the fourth quarter. You I know? had a guy say that North Turner should be man. fired today because of the way they played in the second half. I'm like, shut up. How about those Patriots, huh? Hey, so I was at the, Hey, I knew they'd cover. I thought Philly'd win, but I, I had the Patriots and the points, and uh, uh, just won a ton of money. I mean, I was in Vegas, so we gonna hit 14 out of 20 baseball spreads, and we bet the odds on the Mosley side and paid off. All the gamblers on our station—they never ever lose. Have you noticed that? Oh, I lost money. I lost five NFL chances. games, but I hit the Dolphins halftime and the only over. guy that goes to Vegas and wins every trip. Wins. So what'd you do in Toronto this bang, weekend? I had bang, more fun than money. you. None of your business. I had more fun than you. No chance. I had Not more fun than you. In, uh, no dude, chance. Dude, you could have more fun than me if you had freaking 50 Corvettes, dude. I'm so much faster than you, you'd be losing weight. I'm the only reason you can lose weight. Quit eating Klondike and hang out with me. On Pharrell here, by the way. You'd be at 180. I hate facts on Scott. Good. You want to hear it? Yeah, I already heard it. I hope people send more of them. I love people that hate me. They're all a bunch no, of pussies. You got the one I don't Harry. like boxing. You got the I don't one like Harry this. South no, one, Harry can one. blow me. How's that sound? <laughs> no, Harry does want to blow his I know. Harry can lick my ass. How's that sound? Oh. He said if he could find he it, he can lick my ass, then blow me. says nobody cares about Vegas. Yeah, Wrong, nobody Harry. cares about Vegas. Wrong. I saw 400 people from Miami there. Nobody cares about boxing except the 11 million pay-per-view buys. Nobody he cares about the 16,000 seats. He says you're not great, Scott. He says you're not great. I'm better than great. I'm fabulous. Harry's probably about 110. Harry can blow me after he licks my ass. You do understand this this Thursday is the big day. You do understand that, don't you? What is Thursday? Thursday is the trend, man. Two months of the summer book. Oh, Oh, the pressure is building. The building. Wow. You said that the last time, and I blew up like a friggin' hot air balloon. Right, and that's what I'm telling you now. Do you think I'm worried about that? The only thing I'm worried about is... I don't want you to be worried. Boy, you're the most defensive bastard. I haven't slept in five days. I drank six bottles of rum. I got gas. Defensive as hell. I ate more food than you eat. You must have chirpies out there or something. I did not get herpes, but Zach did some chicken. He had sex with some whore with big boobs, and when he was done, he said his name was Rick. Williams from Miami. <laughs> Zach actually had sex with yeah. something alive. Yeah, and he met her. At, and he met her at the roulette wheel. She said, "Lay it all on red, big boy." <laughs> then, he, then he went upstairs. Listen to this. Then he went upstairs and rubbed his fake five-day Jew tattoo on his shoulder on her face. So when she walked out of the elevator in the morning to go back home to her friends, she had a big star of David on her forehead. Speaking of oi, I'm having another party at Roy's Thursday night for the Bottech game. Have a great day, Neil. Roy! Have a great day, Neil. See you, Scott. I love you. From constipation, Metamucil can help. Metamucil. For those times when you want to push it, push it real good. Metamucil. She's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. Oh. We're not well-mannered, 
just love to drop trowel. Well, do some tricks, we'll make you laugh until we are bad. Then we'll lay down, scratch our butts, and watch you all turn red. Oh, I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We wouldn't want to be a dog, a cat, a horse, or cow. We're smelly, and we like it, and we've heard the things you said. So don't come with Monkey, 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 a monkey could give away a billion dollars in a live two-hour broadcast originating from Orlando with Drew Carey as host. But the only problem with this story is it doesn't say when the show is. Do you know? No. You haven't heard about this? Nope. Kendall the Chimpanzee stars as Mr. Moneybags in the WB's Pepsi Play for a Billion. The live two-hour broadcast originates from Orlando with Drew Carey as a host. The game started with a 1,000 people who all found specially marked bottle caps. They'll be flown to Orlando where their pick numbers from, let's see, there's six zeros, six times... Oh! To 90, 90, 90, 9, uh, six nines. From that pool, ten contestants will be chosen. It's a big luck out, Kerry told the Toronto Sun. The ten finalists will compete in several survivor-like stunts. Some will be offered a, uh, uh, the chance to take whatever cash they win in the preliminary uh, heats and leave. One will come out with a shot of the ten-digit grand prize. Someone is guaranteed a million bucks and has a 1,001 chance at the billion-dollar haul. In order to win, the contestants have to pick the same six-digit number that Kendall the Chimpanzee picks. How do you like that? So if you won the million, mm -hmm. would you pass it up and go for the uh, thousand to one chance at the billion? No. 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 <laughs> you sure? <laughs> thousand to one chance? No, thank you. If you got the same mind as Kendall the Chimp, or maybe Precious on Passions, it doesn't say when the show is. For all I know, it may have already happened. Who the hell knows? Lots of crap going on, man. Some heavy, heavy, heavy <coughs> duty stuff, including a very bad piece of news that we can't pass along yet. Actually, we can. I just uh, faxed you. Oh. Oh, you just faxed it to me? Yeah. Well, that just puts a cast of Paul over the entire program. It's or appalling. show, whatever this is. Do you know that the Jack Benny TV program was called the Jack Benny program? No, I didn't. Well, now you know it. See, only old, stodgy people... Absolutely. Even older and stodgier than yours truly, call their show a program. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Okay, let's see. I'm looking. I'm, what is this? Ireland vows to back church abuse probe. Well, that's nice. See, there we go. I haven't even got my ass warm yet in the seat, and already he's faxing me church abuse crap. Relentless spick that he is. Yep. Okay, let me stick that way down here. We'll get to it. Go see the Magdalene sisters. You told me. Oh, another, another retired priest faces molestation charges. Is there any end to this? No. A wicked end? Rectum. In the rectumry? Meanwhile, I, I keep reaching back here because you keep threatening that you uh, faxed me that stuff, and I don't want to talk about it until I see what it is you faxed. Oh, fax. it's just a simple little message that just says that it's okay to talk about it now. All of the appropriate parties have been informed. and But it's... we don't have any information as to the... Um, no. No details. The whys or the wherefores no. of the house? No. Last night. Bad no. news. People are dropping like flies, boys and girls. we got a local uh, friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Celebrity, I worked with him a whole bunch of times. Give you a clue. Party. Yeah. Don Cox. He died? Yes. Terrible news. Good guy. Had, you know, he had problems, don't we all? He had his problems uh, during the course of his career. 
But um, how old could he have been? Like mid-50s, I would say? Right. That's what I'm guessing. Had a weight problem, had a little bit of a <laughs> problem every now and then, but he's uh, died, which is, comes as a total shock to us. Don Cox. One of the originals. Was it I-95? When I was working on WINZ, he was on the FM, which later became Zeta, of course, but at that time it was I-95. And uh, he was a hoot. He had all kinds of stuff going on at the time that he got kidnapped, allegedly. And then it was fine, got the crap beaten out of him, supposedly by the mob. I don't even know what the hell I was all about. Other than later on, we determined it was a publicity stunt. But he was, uh, and then, of course, he was on the world-famous Kendall Toyota show, that infomercial, that awful, awful, awful show with Mark Jacobson that I was on that I got sucked into being on many times so you mm -hmm. could have that stupid car. Thank you. Isn't it amazing the sacrifices that I make for even for quizlings like George? Mm-hmm. No, it was embarrassing. Oh, you know what? This copy I got, I'm looking at what the first spot is here. It's not the right copy. Fat boy, you're a tub of crap, man. You're a piece of turd. You're a gigantic, humongous turd that wouldn't even go down a bowl. Even those Toto bowls aren't big enough to carry him. I, I, what am I going to do? I got that running twice today. Very, very sad how the QM sales department continues malingering. Just don't give a crap to send everybody. Just give us the goddamn money. That's all. We want your money. Now, I'm thinking of a new format that might work out. The only problem is you and Scott would have to be really, really what? Right on top of that dump button. All right. Just playing the audio from Playboy TV. Yeah, okay. That's right. See, this, is that this isn't too good, this one, without the visual. This is an S&M thing that's going on. Uh, right? So we're just going to get sound effects. Oh, okay. I'll play along. No, you're not going to get sound effects. You'll get the dialogue when it's appropriate, but there are going to be a few, uh... <laughs> what? A few choice words. A few of those. Even oh, more I... than the Jerry Springer show. I get my choice? Yeah, you pick and choose which ones you want to bleep out. When in doubt, bleep it out. Now, what the was I just going to say that was so important about, oh, the copy? So Don Cox passes away. We send our condolences to his family and uh, all the people that uh, he worked with over the years. It's uh, amazing. Shocking. Dropping like flies. You got Johnny Cash and John Ritter and Don Cox. It always comes in threes, if you notice that. Right. That's what they always say. a trio of death because the Lord works in mysterious ways. And it's all a big pile of crap. So enjoy it while you can, baby. Enjoy every single minute of every day because once they stick your ass in the ground. I haven't found anyone yet who like wasn't into that. See? There you go. It's like this is like Russian roulette when you put the audio yeah. on there from Playboy <laughs> TV. No, I discovered that my favorite show, which you heard me talk about a year or two ago, because I saw it on the satellite in Amsterdam, was uh, Sex Court. Okay. Have, you haven't seen that show? I, I saw a piece of it. It's a Playboy TV show. It's the best. And they didn't have Playboy TV over on my dish, but they were like took selected shows from it, and they put it on like over-the-air Dutch channels, over-the-air, not even cable. And it's uh, that's the best show in the history of TV is Sex Court. Make no mistake about it. 1013 at 560 WQAM. See, I don't know what to do with this spot because it just, uh, it's not oh, right. you know it by heart. No, no, but this isn't the right thing. This is bullcrap. Dial a mattress, one of our favorites. Everybody's got a mattress from Dial a mattress. But the problem is this is about your kids going back to college. What is it? This is 15th of September? Well, maybe your kids just went back to college, okay? How's that? Okay. Maybe they're sleeping maybe on the Maybe Fat Boy would like to get laid out on a big goddamn... Maybe it's time for him to go to the mattresses with Clemenza. All those fat guys can hang out together. You suck, fat boy, okay? You're not on top of it. You're not doing it, baby. You suck, you blow. You make me nauseous, okay? Anyway, when you call us, he says ends 9-1. I just noticed that on this one, too. What's the date today? 9-13? 15. 
If you want to get you a great night's sleep, there's one smart way to do it, and that's call my good friends at Dollar Mattress. You can't beat them on price. You can't beat them on selection. They carry no seconds, no crap, only the top names in the business. they got Serta and Sealy and uh, whatever ones you love. And as far as price is concerned, every day unbeatable low prices, not some phony bait and swish where you think you're getting one thing and they send you something else. And as far as delivery is concerned, how the hell can you beat Dollar Mattress? They give you an option of choosing the two-hour window any day, seven days a week from 8 in the morning till 10 at night. And believe you me, they'll be there on time when it's going to be uh, convenient for you when you're going to be home. With low prices, same-day delivery, and free setup and removal, it's easy to see why Dollar Mattress is the smart way to get you a great night's sleep for months and years to come. I've been doing it for a long time. George gets his mattress from Dollar Mattress. Even the lovely Miguel has been screwing his brains out of his lovely new wife on his Dollar Mattress. Pick up the phone and call them right now toll-free. They'll be knocking on your dough in no time at all. 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Be sure to mention that fat boy's a piece of crap when you call, or check them on the web at mattress.com. The smart, the intelligent, the easiest way to get you a great night's sleep. Ladies and gentlemen, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold, before we get started, what is that smell? That's my new cologne. It smells like onion dip. What is it? That's onion dip cologne. That explains it, I guess. Uh... That's right. Next question. You know, there was all the speculation that you were... Slower, please. You know, there was all that speculation that you weren't going to run. I know. I fooled the whole world. What changed your mind? What mind? What changed your decision to run for governor? Decisions are easy to make when you are informed. What does that mean? It's onion dip cologne. No, I don't mean about the cologne. I mean, what did that statement mean? Right. Next question. What is When the... I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Well, how exactly are you going to do that? I'm going to pump it up. How? By pumping. But this is a government. This isn't a gym. No, pumping. Speaking of pumping, there have been some allegations that you have... Uh, oh, better straight... be careful where you tread, small reporter man. Well, there have been reports that you have strayed in your... Uh... Ma... Straight. Uh, You've straight. It's onion dip cologne. It's very nice. Thank you. I'm going to pump up Sacramento as the governor. I will be the best governor of California since Hubert Humphrey. Hubert Humphrey was never the governor of California. Exactly. It's onion dip cologne. 1019 at 560 WQM. 22,360 bucks as of uh, whenever that was. As of through Friday. Right. For our best meal for abandoned pet rescue. Next van hit will be this Wednesday. I love yesterday. I beg your pardon? Through yesterday. George and Miguel uh, picked up 1180 bucks on Friday in a van hit. Next will be Wednesday, location to be TBA, to be announced. Look at the birthdays today. Dan Marino, Meg Green, and <laughs> Fat Rich. And happy birthday to all except Meg Green. We don't like Meg Green too much on this show, do we? No. No, we don't. So who was that on the bat line? Was that somebody about Don Cox, by any chance? Fat Rich with the uh, birthday uh, update. <laughs> oh, my God. We could have put him on the air to sing happy birthday to me. That would have been good. Okay, we got two polls today. Oh, we'll give the result. You had a good poll on Friday. It's about time. Well, thank I mean, uh, it's I know unfortunate it was those notice. people died, but you got to make something of it, you know. I see. Well, it's a good thing. How about John Cox? Oh, it was Don Cox. That was bad. I mean, the guy is, uh, I don't know. We haven't seen him in a long time. 
No, but no hard feelings. And he was over there at Power 96, and then he was on Country Kiss for about uh, five or ten minutes. And uh, one thing about Cox is he used to call into talk shows. Right. Sometimes a little bit too late in the afternoon. <laughs> we know that he'd already been having a little party. Pop. Yeah, a little party. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But he was, you know, he meant well. He, I don't think there was an evil bone in his body, you know? No. Kind of hard to find him amidst all of that flab. Who was telling us? It was uh, Muff was telling us that he, like, ballooned up and he was in Georgia working. Hmm. I'll be damned. Well, bad news, Mike Ranieri not that long ago, and Jerry Wishner before that, and now um, Don Cox. Jerry Williams. Jerry Williams in between, which, of course, Tom Jicka didn't know about because he would know Jerry Williams from goddamn uh, Aunt Jemama. That's so sad, that market. How come we have nobody there that knows anything about anything? We got a bunch. Oh, and Harold's got the new look today. <laughs> Still looks like a piece of crap to me. God, what are what is ever going to happen? Anything going to change? No. Same old crap. So the reason I'm doing this poll is because you sent me that uh, Harry from Kendall, wherever the hell it was, South Miami, ripping Pharrell an ass. So we'll find out. We've taken this poll before when Mo was on before us. Absolutely. And he uh, sucked a big one like he always does. What do you usually listen to before Neil's show, 8 to 10 a.m.? This is poll number one. Poll number two, we're going to build, and we don't have too much uh, for it so far, which is good. But we'll get to that. What do you usually listen to before Neil's show, 8 to 10 a.m.? Howard Stern, Scott Farrell, Ron and Paul, NPR, or music? Now, the reason I put music on there is because it covers pretty much anything else. It could be music like on your CDs in the car, or it could be a music station, which, uh, you know, like Y100 or Power 96, or Hot 105, or Radio Amor, Radio Romancia, that crap, or... Party. Yeah. Radio. Yeah. It could be that. Although I still think when the trend comes out, you'll find that the party radio is on yeah, the way out. That's They're... my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. <laughs> They're eroding. <laughs> the, the party's over. Hey, Disney, I understand you're a real asshole. That's a rumor around the building. So anyway, that's the poll so far. Howard, did I leave anything out of note? Not of note, no. I mean, we could put like Haitian melodies, but that's still music. You know, music is a catch-all there for, because I don't want to put like a zillion different shows. Because I think most would be a waste of time anyway. Okay, here's George's poll result from uh, Friday. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, did you know that the Bob Sandler from WIUD Radio News Director died too? Who did? Bob Sandler, WIOD Radio News Editor. It's in today's Sun Sentinel. Are you serious? I'm serious as I'm talking to you. Boy, they're dropping like flies, aren't they? Yes, sir. Thanks for the bad news. You're welcome. Okay. Do you know that? No. I have no idea who that was. But, I mean, still, as one of our colleagues, like our colleague Adam Kirshner and our colleague Brian Andrews. Remember that? I'm sure you do. (laughs) My colleague Adam Kirshner. (laughs) Brian, you're such a little fruit fly. And Adam still ain't interested, okay, sweetheart? Adam still don't want to look at it. He don't want to show you his. He don't want to see yours. At any rate... 1,490 votes, not too bad. Which famous John death bummed you out the most? And, of course, this is right on the hills. See, I was so choked up about it. I mean, Johnny Cash and John Ritter on the same day. I couldn't right. even work on Friday. It's a, it was a two-armed band day. I was just choked. I was choking it. John Lennon, 422. Now, see, this, again, is a this is a generational thing. Sure. Isn't it? Absolutely. Because JFK was assassinated November 22, 1963. So that's 40 years ago, damn near close. We're getting close to that anniversary, and, of course, when it gets to be an even number like that, you know this year they'll make a big sentence about it because it's 40, right? Right. Just like in 1993, they make it a big sentence because it was... About 30, man. Yeah, and it'll be 40 this time. John Lennon, 422. What year was John Lennon shot? Scott knows. I believe it was 1980. (laughs) 
I don't right. believe pretty close. I don't believe, and I don't care if he's close. I don't believe anything he says. No, no matter what you say, you're always wrong. See, there's something to be said for that. <laughs> I don't believe what I say. Yeah. I think it'd be great if we could just have the music from Playboy TV. All right. The music of your life. Yeah. Yeah, but you know that when we're not paying too much attention, somebody's going to say, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Gonna, yeah. You know what? I know. When they lull you into a false sense of security. Well, look at this. There's a little dark meat on there getting close to Thanksgiving time. John Lennon, 422. JFK Senior, 254. That was my vote. I cried that day when uh, President Kennedy got assassinated. Yeah. You're not impressed? No, it was a tragedy. I'm trying to think if I uh, cried when anybody else got killed. I don't think so, or died. Did you cry when John Ritter died? No. How about John Candy? No. How about um, uh, Frank Sinatra? My two fat friends, I cried when they died. I see. How about my two dogs? John yes. Belushi, 194. That was sad. Too much, uh, too much pasta, too much drugs, mostly the drugs. The fat people are the good people, and the good people are the dead people. Isn't that how it went? Something like John that. Candy, speaking of that, John Candy, 150. Too much candy, John. He was great. We love John Candy. He's long since dead. John Ritter, 123. And that, of course, is a timing thing, fresh in your memory. JFK Jr., 73, which we I'm revolted and nauseated by that. There's no reason in the world anybody should be broken up about that. John Wayne, 60. Johnny Cash, 46. He's not walking the line no more. In fact, we wanted to find out from Johnny whether he was in heaven or hell. He said he's in purgatory because he's still right. walking that line. It's John Wayne Gacy, 36. I, I, well, what is that all about? <laughs> They're funny. John Bonham, 35. John Holmes, 29. Squirt, squirt. John Denver, 23. John Entwistle, 22. Who? John Wilkes Booth, 10. Johnny Unitas. Johnny U, old number 19, had nine votes. John D. Rockefeller, two. And John Tyler. Tippecanoe and Tyler, two, had one. Just a, a little humorous vote there. Right. right? Just so he didn't get shut out. <laughs> shut out. Now, do you know who, who uh, he uh, inherited the presidency from? No. Who died? William Henry Harrison. Okay. Our ninth president. He was. Uh, he took his inauguration speech in the rain. He was about oh, 100 years right. old. He and he caught pneumonia. Slept through his... Uh... And he was president for just a few days. About 30, man. And he croaked. And uh, John Tyler inherited it. But the campaign slogan, William Henry Harrison was known as Tippy Canoe. Tippy Canoe and Tyler, too. Isn't that great? Aren't, aren't you impressed? No. I hold a Tippy Canoe anyway. TV. <laughs> 1027 at 560 WQM. If you're looking for a great place to eat breakfast, lunch, or dinner, I want to tell you about Vic and Irv's from my hometown, Rochester, New York. I could throw a brick from here across Lake Ontario right to Rochester. Vic and Irv's has been around since 1934, one of my old stomping grounds back in Rochester. Vic and Irv's is located on Federal Highway just south of Broward Boulevard and a tunnel on the east side. Vic and Irv's is like a flashback in time to what restaurants used to be before fast food joints. So go in and enjoy a burger, a hot dog served hot, fresh, and fast. Vic and Irv's is brought to Fort Lauderdale by the same guys feeding you a cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Vic and Irv's uses the same fresh 100% ground chuck meat as cheeseburger, cheeseburger, and offers an incredible quarter-pound hot dog, nothing like a big weenie. What makes Vic and Irv's different from anybody else in town? Their burgers and dogs are served with Vic's signature meat sauce poured on top, giving you a combination of flavors available no place else in town. If you're looking for something else to try, Vic and Irv's has got lots of other great dishes, including a, break, a great breakfast menu, omelets cooked to order, French toast, pancakes, all your favorite side dishes, too. So check out Vic and Irv's and see what all the talk is all about. Vic and Irv's located on Federal Highway, just south of Broward Boulevard on the tunnel on the east side. You don't have to be from Rochester to love Vic and Irv's. And please be sure and tell them that old Neil Rogers sent you by from OK Terrace. Okay? Okay. I am This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. 
care about this idea, you know? I'm very heterosexual. <laughs> I am. I've always been involved, if you know what I'm saying. If you want a hit TV show, there's no better way. Much easier said than done there. It's your picture taken with some pretty boy at a gay bar. What do I wear to a gay bar? Got your pants as clear as the What they say. Oh, if you want to make lots of money, well, hey, that is swell. Yeah, I'd like to make lots of money, that's for sure. Forget being heterosexual, be a Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell, eh? It's a good one. Get rid of your motorcycle, buy something that's slow. I don't know, I love my Harley. Come on! Tell people you Like that Mandy song. Cause queer is the answer. Oh, I know. Be a ballet dancer. Oh, I know. Don't run, be a prancer. A prancer. Oh, except to be gay. Ten thirty-four, twenty-six to eleven. I guess this hour is a good hour to have Playboy P uh, TV on the audio. Why is that? Well, because it's a visual thing, and they just have the music in the back, so we don't have to worry about all all the bleeping uh, words. 27 votes on a poll just went up on there. On our first poll, what do you usually listen to before Neil's show, 8 to 10 a.m.? Scott Farrell's got 10. How do you like that? Harry in uh, South Miami, Harry from Hunger, whoever the hell you are. Scott Farrell's got 10. They love him. They want his ass. Music, 7. NPR, 6. Howard Sperm's only got 4. Now, that's a departure, Right. Right. From what it used to be when we used to have uh, the Mo Man on? Absolutely. Oh, in those horrible, awful days. And uh, Ron and Paul, so far, a big oh! none. None. Wait till they Doesn't get that home. leave you, like, limp? <laughs> no. That's amazing. Ron and Paul got the big, oh! the big old baby shut out. When in doubt, they got shut out. Anyway, here's the here's a fact that's so bizarre. They don't listen, you know? No. Either that or they're, like, in denial. It says, in early August, I flew to Atlanta. I had to wait there for some other relatives. I was in an air, air tram baggage claim, and I saw a depressed, frumpy, old-looking, feeble, and sad sack guy waiting there on a bench. I sat next to the guy because I thought he looked familiar. It was effing Don Cox with a Power 96 T-shirt on. I think he lives in Atlanta now. Well, I, I realize people talk in the present tense about people who died. He died? He doesn't live in Atlanta. He just died, like, over the weekend, okay, like, I guess, yesterday or this morning. Right. I think Last he night. lives in Atlanta now, even though... He died? So there you go. So I guess he was uh, frumpy and uh, old-looking, according to this guy. Well, that's kind of cruel, you know. The guy just died and already they're taking shots. That's the South Florida FMA. That's exactly what you'd expect, isn't it, in right. South Florida? Yes. guy just died. 
I mean, he was well-known. He was on a radio. I'm not saying he was, like, legendary or something like that, although I guess in his time, maybe, huh? Sure. Sonny Fox, Don Cox, Greg Budell, Jerry Williams, Alice Rantel, <laughs> Mr. Ego, Meg Green, right? Don Webb. What a wicked web we weave when we choose to deceive. That's why I told George Capewell that time when he said he, he was he was straight, but he wanted to do a gay entertainment show. Huh? He was straight. Sure he was. He was he was straight, but he wanted to do a gay show. Anyway, here's the uh, next poll we're going to be doing around probably a few minutes after 11. About 30, man. We'll uh, change the poll around 11.30 or noon, whatever the hell we feel like it, because basically it's my show and we'll do whatever the hell we want. Uh, who's the coolest of them all? See, everybody uses that term cool, and in regard to people, it's, there aren't that many cool people anymore. Right. That's part of the problem. Huh? That's I right. mean, like Bubba. We used to have a president who a lot of us thought was pretty cool. Yeah, he was cool. He was cool. Cool. Uh, which, well, so here's the question. Which well-known person best defines the word cool? And so far, between George and yours truly, we only came up with two names. I did, I did the question, which I thought was a pretty good question as usual, with no names on it. Because I right. couldn't think of anybody. It took me a long time. Took George, he put his uh, thinking cap on, or his uh, helmet cam on, which they're using right now on Playboy TV. <laughs> the helmet cam. Uh, Johnny Depp. He's cool. Right. In fact, Johnny Depp is not, he's hot and he's cool. Based on that necklace episode. That he popped out of his Rectum. ass. That's the coolest thing I ever heard of. That is. Johnny Depp. And I came up with Jack Nicholson. I, I don't think anybody doesn't think that Jack Nicholson's cool, right? Right. So I think there's two good choices there, but we're going to have to have a lot of help from the audience to build that poll. And we've got plenty of time because we'll get to that later. Look at that. Pharrell is pulling away from the pack. He's got 22 votes. Scott Pharrell, baby. Wait till that trend comes out on Thursday, man. You're going to see some. We're going to have a trend. I'm predicting right now. I don't want to get Muffin Clarence all whipped up to a frenzy. Clarence might reach down and grab it briefly. Grab what? Grab for it where it's supposed to be. Grab that strap on he's got. Roy! But I think Thursday you're going to see an astonishing trend. I could be wrong because, of course, it all depends on the fallout of the diaries and all the, you know, all of that stuff. I think you're going to be amazed. Now, why do you have Delray Beach on nine, Scott? Because you know Delray Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, one more you... for that poll. One more for that poll in the morning is uh, Bob and Tom stuff. Bob and Tom is excellent. Good choice, man. You got good taste. Hey, thank you very much. Have a great thank one. you. Have a great day. I told you that was a real call from Delray Beach. <laughs> well, it's only Monday. My psychic powers don't get tuned up till like Thursday, Friday. Later in the week. You know, is he, oh, so did we ever look up when John Lennon died? Yes. 1980, December, I was right. Oh, let's hear one for Scott. Goes oh. to show you, if you're throwing up crap up in the air sooner or later, oh. some of it will come down and hit something right in the ass. Thank you very little. That gives Excellent. him one. What was that? He's up to one. <laughs> oh. That's not too bad out of about, about 30, man. 1,000. Suspect and William's sister killing caught. Now, I'm just like everybody else. When I saw the blurb on TV over the weekend, while I was watching the uh, Patriots kick the uh, 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 Philadelphia's ass, the Eagles, I see the blurb on it. That couldn't have been on there. They don't put that on when there's a ball game on. That's sacrosanct. That's sacrilegious. I must have been flipping over to a news channel. I saw the crawl about one of the Williams sisters got shot, and I thought, was it was it Serena Williams? Was it Penis or Serena? None of the above. See, so obviously it's small potatoes. A 24-year-old man was arrested in the investigation of the shooting that killed the oldest sister of tennis star Penis and Serena Williams, the L.A. County Sheriff's Department announced earlier today. The suspect was identified as Aaron Michael Hammer of Compton, California. Hey, Hammer! I love that uh, Schwarzer that calls Hank. Hey, Hammer! I love that guy. Anyway, this guy uh, was jailed without bail, said Sheriff's Deputy Richard Pinga, Pena. 
The deputy didn't say what led to Hammer's arrest or when he was taken into custody. Yetundi Price. Now, what kind of a name be that? Detundi? No. Y-E-T-U-N-D-E. That was her name. Yetundi Price was shot in the chest early yesterday by about a mile from the tennis courts where her sisters first rose to prominence in the L.A. suburb of Compton that's long been notorious for gang activity and violence. Price had been sitting with a man in an SUV shortly after midnight when somehow they become involved in a confrontation with local residents, Pena said. The man with Price was not hurt, drove over to a relative's house in Long Beach from which he called 9-11. Uh, Price 31 was taken to Long Mo- uh, Beach Memorial Medical Center where she died. There's another dead, well, she wasn't a celebrity, but like Ken, close. Sure. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Close. Early Monday, authorities identified the man is, um, with, with Price as Roland Wormley, 28. He was jailed after authorities discovered he was on parole, which they said he violated by being at the scene of the shooting. It wasn't disclosed what he was on parole for. So there you go, another one of these very, uh, suspicious, mm-hmm. marginal, gang-related, uh, you know what I'm saying? A dark episode again. 1041, 19 to 11 at 560 QAM. Live, live, and local. Sports Radio 560 QAM. I'm Mark Morgan. Now here's Neil Rogers on 560 QAM. A number of celebrities have recently passed away. Among them, Brian Keith, Jimmy Stewart, Robert Mitchum, and Jacques Cousteau. Listen now as they join Charles Kuralt for the end of the road. All those passengers flying heavenly air may board early gate five. Hey, Jimmy, how was your funeral service? It was just a wonderful wake. Well, how about you, Brian? Eh, very small. We kept it to a family affair. Is this plane going from here to uh, eternity? Hey, how come you're all wet, Jack? That is not shock. It is shock. Jack, jock, jerk, whatever. Are we going from here to uh, eternity? Brian, let me ask you a question. How is that little tramp sissy? Did you ever buffy her, Jody? I don't want to know about the sissy. I want to know about the Mr. French. I understand that he is a man's man. Say, how long before we get to eternity? Are we there yet? 1046 at 560 WQM. 106 votes on the first poll here. Like I said, 108. What do you usually listen to before Neil's show, 8 to 10 a.m.? Scott Farrell, 45, NPR, uh, 22, Howard Sperm, 21. Howie's moving up a little bit, but he's uh, nowhere near Scott. Music, 17. Ron and Paul got a pair. I guess they Bob, got home. Fake is what I heard. And uh, Bob and Tom have one. Probably they got a call. Bob and Tom are great, by the way. But they're just not really in the market. No. Now, this fact is very amusing to me. <laughs> in fact, I find this hysterically funny, the one that you just sent me here that says, mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't be modest, Neil, the coolest, Neil God Rogers. So I'll put that on there as kind of like a, uh, a joke. I'm about as cool as an elephant's fart. You'll win. Yeah, right. I'm telling you. And I'm putting George on there, too, and also Scott <laughs> oh, no. Why? Why would you do that? Why not? Cool, Why not? If, if I can be on there, a stodgy old man like me, an old queen like me, then you should be on there. All right. I didn't say you are going to get any votes, but I put you on there. And then Scott Farrell. Scott's cool, right? How could we have left him off? Cool. <laughs> But me? Oh, my. That, that would be like saying uh, Neil is hip, you know? <laughs> I may have a little hip problem now and then a little hip pointer. God. But we'll put it on there just to, to keep these people amused. Here's a call from Hialeah. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes? I'd like to know what kind of man is Hank Goldberg into? I beg your pardon? He's Hank Goldberg. Whoever is responsible for WQM's Internet audio feed should be drawn in quarters in a public forum, says this fax that you sent me on Friday. 
It's not Eric's fault because I'm trying to access the audio directly from QAM and can't listen to 90 seconds without the audio cutting out for about two or three minutes. Then it's back to the show for approximately another 90 seconds, then nothing, then back, and over and over, et cetera, all day long, whether it's Pharrell or Hank or Mandich or you. I think that Hank is into big manly men anyway. But at any rate, so so what is, see, I can't get an, an honest answer about the Internet thing. We get all these different stories. What? About whether it really is working right or whether this is accurate about how it keeps cutting out. I don't know. It really is working wrong. It's working wrong? It's working a way that the audience that listens on the Internet doesn't like. I see. But, I mean, this sounds like a nightmare. Can't listen to 90 seconds without the audio cutting out for about two or three minutes. And that, I mean, what kind of a uh, presentation is that, huh? Probably a QAM presentation. Absolutely correct, sir. In other words, effed up is what we're trying to say. I do. Well, I'm a doer. Oh, fine. Rub it in. Great. I'm going to rub it in. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I had my finger on that button. <laughs> well, you better get a lot of practice because <laughs> yeah. you never know when the big is going to pop up on that uh, channel. This is an idiotic fax, which is why I read it. I love these. These are my favorites. Gregory in West Boca writes, Dear Neil, I have a passport and have probably been to as many countries as you. Well, whoopee-doo. And while I stay in Florida all summer, I spend much of my time on my sail sailboat. Well, whoopee-doo again. I've never missed a vote in a national election since I turned 21, and I'm 10 years younger than you. Whoopee-doo three times. Okay, Gregory? I've never voted Republican in a national election and consider myself a social and economic liberal. After listening to Mr. Dean's position on the Middle East during the debate a few nights ago, I will not vote for him under any circumstances, even if he's the sole opponent of George W. Bush. Not that you're one-dimensional, Gregory. You do understand that. He goes on to say, To suggest that Israel and the Palestinians are engaged in a morally equivalent struggle and that we shouldn't support Israel's security as a matter of foreign policy is both wrong morally and historically. Dean has lost my support and he won't get my vote. See, what he said is we ought to have an even-handed uh, position there if we're going to be mediators for peace. And not be one-sided. You can't be a mediator and, like, take one side. It doesn't make any sense. It's just common sense, Gregory, which you're obviously lacking since you're so obsessed with your professional uh, Jewism, with your Zionism, with whatever, with your insanity, just like all the other religious nuts. So bug off, Gregory, okay, and I'm unimpressed by your resume. You're not, you lose the job. Pathetic. Now, this was about the poll that I did on uh, Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And my Dutch friend, I told you about these Dutch, what a bunch of hard-hearted bastards yeah, they are. Yeah, you did. You mentioned it. So he starts out, sucking up to me, of course, he starts out by saying, Goedemorgen, Neil, with his Dutch crap, you know. And there's nothing worse than <coughs> Dutch crap. He says, great poll. This was the poll about uh, the job you did filling in over the summertime. Right. And what you did, you know, you came up with more positive votes than negative. There were pretty embarrassing, I mean, pretty uh, significant number of negatives. He says, great poll. Look at the numbers and you wonder why this guy still does the summer filling for you. I wander wherever I can, okay? They call me the wanderer. How many people listen to your show if you add the two categories together? Awful and weak. It is 43% not or hardly listen to your show anymore. See, the poll wasn't about whether they're listening anymore. It's about when George is filling in. Heinz, Hans, or whatever the hell your name is. Peter. Are all the Dutch guys named Peter? You tell me. Please show this. Oh, you've seen one, Peter. Please show this to the ad people who have spots on your show. They must love it. You're like Dave Wanstead, protecting his quarterback with his sailing ears, although everybody knows he can't get us anywhere. George is a great Miami spick, but brings nothing to the table other than updates on the local swing clubs and licking ass competition, which, of course, right. everybody's interested in that. Put Pharrell on for the summer in your hours. That guy kicks ass on this station. See you in Amsterdam in the dark room of the It 
Dewey, says this uh, professional Lichman. I'm not going to the it, and I think you left the first two letters off, okay? Imbecile. Nutcase. Alstablief. There you go, another Dutch guy. Dewey. Here's one that says, oh, this is from your, this is your main man. This guy wants to do you upside down, inside out. He'd like to insert things inside of you that are illegal in uh, Amsterdam. Teddy, Teddy in Miami. He's your number one groupie. You didn't see this fax? You yeah, must have. You sent it to me last Thursday. I sent you one of each. It says, I tried to get in yesterday in the phone lines, uh, too, but it was real busy. Anyway, I wanted to remind you that George be the summer man. I like to refer to George as a more contemporary, straight, and toned-down version of the old man. See, there's your influence again, influencing the audience with that old man crap. Well, you lose the title anyway. Absolutely. Every time he's on, I at least bust the gut once a segment. See, this goes to show you that Teddy is an absolute, uh, just a George, a George Licker. He wants to clean out every cell, every pore in your body with his tongue. Because, I mean, has anybody ever said that you were funny? Ever? Who are you talking to? You! Yeah. They have? Yeah. When was that? Lots of times. I must miss those parts of the show. Right. No, but that one thing we've always said is that George is entertaining, he's bright, no, he knows what, a lot of crap. you've always but, said. But he's not funny. But Teddy says every time he's on, I at least bust the gut once a second. He thinks you're a panic man. He thinks you're hysterical. Mm-hmm. Too bad he doesn't have the best producer to fill in blanks like he does for you. His timing is impeccable. <laughs> I didn't know that George had something going on the side. If George had someone to throw the I'm listening at the right moment, you would have a real threat on the other side of the glass. I don't understand that. I don't understand it. See, he, but thanks, this Teddy. guy is, is so obsessed, he doesn't even understand how it works. I mean, if George wants to play I'm listening, all he does is I'm listening. press it himself. See, but you don't I'm understand, Teddy. You're too busy licking George's butt. I'm listening. And speaking of ass, it says the threesome is now sadly only a twosome. Oh, rest in peace, John Ritter. Okay, that's from last week. You gotta keep up. How come we don't have a bunch of calls about Don Cox dying, by the way? See, this is how disrespectful South Florida is. Shame on you people. What do you usually listen to before the old show, 8 to 10 a.m.? What's the lead in? 136 votes. Scott Farrell, 55. Like I said, 59. It just went up again. Just changed right, uh, 143. Farrell's got 59. 41.2%. Which is about 41% more than we had with the previous lead in. Absolutely. Howard Stern, 30. How many's Howard's got? About 30, man. NPR 27, Music 21, Bob and Tom 4. Ron and Paul have only got a small pair. How do you like that? That is that is shocking. Embarrassing and humiliating to me. See, they can't come up with names for that other poll we're going to do either on who defines no, a cool. It's a tough one. Um, huh? It's tough. Here's Miami, our only call. Hello. You're next. Okay, you're next. You're going to die. I don't think so. Actually, I'm in pretty good health. Okay, asshole. But that's a good, good change. That's the guy with the 17 mm -hmm. voices. You know something? It might be you, pal. Sounds to me like you're under a lot of personal stress, like you're desperately in need of a life. Five six seven oh five sixty. Look at that phone, George. That is a shocker. Who's the coolest of them all? Which well-known person best defines the word cool? And there just aren't no cool folks around anymore. I think I think uh, we may not get anything on it. So far, we got most of them are joke. Uh, we got Johnny Depp, Jack Nicholson. And then the joke votes, Neil Rogers, George, Scott Farrell's, Farrell's cool. He's the only one on there of us. Am I right? Yeah, sure. You don't think so? You don't think he's cool? Hey, I do think he's cool. He's a cool dude, man. He's also uh, an inebriate, a degenerate, and that's why we like him a lot. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on it. Well, you know something. If we don't get any calls all day, it's fine with me because I've got a big pile of crap <clears> that, <throat> that I need it. to clean up. Ten fifty six. Thunder! You took my. Th- oh, <laughs> I'm I'm nervous mm-hmm. on the finger just yeah. here before it gets to you. you know? <laughs> Easy does it. Oh. Just not yet. <laughs> Look at the size of that instrument, man. Even would be impressed. He probably grabbed that thing right out of her puss. I mean, out of her hand. By now, you've been hearing about Laminates R Us and how laminated wood flooring from Laminates R Us is the easy, low-maintenance alternative to natural wood flooring. You've been hearing about it a lot on this show. Yes. Laminates R Us is the best place to find laminated wood flooring from Perador, Pergo, Wilson Art, Uniflooring, and Quickstep. They've got all the top names, all installed by Pergo certified installers, too. Here's another reason to call Laminates R Us. Their prices will positively floor you. Right now, get their September kickoff special, just 1995 bucks. That's absolutely correct. Just $1,995 gets you up to 380 square feet of beautiful laminated wood flooring. It is positively unbelievable. And Laminates R Us will match any legitimate written offer, too. If you want a free in-home estimate, call Laminates R Us toll-free, 1-877-777-3336. What could be easier? They give you free carpet disposal, free furniture moving, a 25-year warranty, and years and years of beautiful, easy-care laminate wood flooring. Call Laminates R Us today, toll-free, 1-877-777-3336. 36. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Party. Yeah. Yo, homies. You heard of snack whales? Well, now there's crack whales. The new cookie with crack. Yeah, that's right. That crazy cookie-loving bitch wants the tasty flavor of crack. New crack whales. And they're double height. And they're sure to make you higher than a mofo kite. <laughs> and they'll make you lose a lot of weight. And people won't know you eating crack whales when they see that skinny-ass body of yours. Come on, Mr. Crack Whale Cookie Man. Get in my motherfucking cookies. I paid for them, you son of a bitch. New crack whales now sold on street corners everywhere. It's 11 o'clock at 560 WQM. We got the Mad Dog at 2. It looks like we're just about back to uh, abnormal on QM today. The Humper is doing a show at Shula's this afternoon, 4 to 7. Whole three hours today, Hank. <laughs> He's been working out for it. That was Ricky uh, Williams show, live at the Cleveland around South Beach, 7 to 8 o'clock tonight. Look at Ricky go, baby. There's Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. Nice haircut. Uh, Eddie K at 10 o'clock and Joe Mark overnight. A pristine schedule. Big, big series. The Marlins at the Philly starts tomorrow night. Boy, what a pressure-packed thing that's going to be. They had a two-and-a-half game lead briefly there for one day. Now it's a game-and-a-half on a wild card. And how come they only had 18,000 yesterday, Scott? Didn't Scott tell me on Thursday that it looked like they were going to have like 37,000 a game for the three games? Uh, they were supposed to average that many for the games. Well, they didn't. They had 25,000 Friday, 40,000 they jammed in there with a shoehorn on Saturday. I don't know what that was all about. And then only 18,000 yesterday? Holy Toledo, as Rick Weaver should be saying if he was still here to do those Dolphin games brilliantly as he always did. Holy Toledo, that's weak. What do you usually listen to before Neil's show, 8 to 10 a.m.? Scott Farrell, 72. Howard Stern, 35. NPR, 30. Music, 26. Bob and Tom, 7. And Ron and Paul have only got 3 out of 173 votes. Pretty lame, if you ask me, Ron and Paul. And their poll result, too. Lame, weak, tragic. Here's a call from Lighthouse Point. Hello. Yes, hi, Neil. This is Lonnie. Yes, Lonnie. How are you? Pretty good. Good. Uh, I got a couple names for you on your cool poll. I don't know if I, I just tuned in. How about Clint Eastwood and Paul Newman? Clint Eastwood is good. How about, and my other choice is Benicio, Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just the way he delivers. 
his lines. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah. And like also, I said, one out of three ain't bad. Clint Eastwood. Thanks a lot, Lonnie. You got it, buddy. Have a great day. Lonnie says Clint Eastwood. I don't think uh, Paul Newman is cool, although he was cool. He's and Luke. old. He's uh, <laughs> Oh, in that case, now I see why I'm on the poll. Old. I think Jack Nicholson's older than me, though. You think? You don't think so? I think, uh, I don't know, about the same age, maybe. Look it up. No, he's older. I'll look it up. Look it up on the thing. See, that's, that's George again because he keeps referring. He's been calling me the old man for like ten years now. Yeah. And now you've brainwashed the audience. If I told the audience who didn't know who the hell I was, I was like 48. They wouldn't know. I sound 48. I don't sound any different now than I did like 15 years ago, no, schmuck. I sound 38. <laughs> All right. I got a 38 special. Five six seven oh five six. I love 38 special. I know you don't like him, but boy, why do you that say one that? Song. I just Hold like on that one song. Hold on. Old men like that group. What is it? You are such a schmuck. You know what? Old men like that group. You're, I thought you told him to shut up. I did. I can call Clarence after the show today. Make sure you never get paid. Believe me, it wouldn't take much. In fact, Clarence, if you're listening. Oh, and then we got the the Ben and J Lo thing. What a shock that is! Yeah. Not, I'm so tired of that crap. When are you people going to stop inundating us with that crap? We don't care about them. You can't escape them. It's like a goddamn disease. It's worse than SARS. It's the Ben and J Lo crap. They just keep flooding us with it. Anyway, speaking of Aerosmith, anybody out there see the concert in West Palm Beach at the Sound Advice Amphitheater, where I nearly got pneumonia that time? Kiss, leading in, of course, to the great Aerosmith. I'll the right ones out and let the wrong ones in. I'm going to tell you this absolutely right now. There's some things that are debatable. You know, it's a matter of opinion, subjective. Anybody who doesn't like Aerosmith is a major asshole, Okay. Can we agree on that? Absolutely. Now, let's find out if Scott likes Aerosmith or not. See what I mean? I told him to major, shut up. I'm major, major asshole. What? I was told to shut up. Now, you don't have to take it to the extreme. Boy, you're, I would hate to be, like, uh, involved with you in any way, shape, or form, as a parent, as a sibling, as a spouse, as a uh, anybody on a bus. My you're apologies, old man. You are the moodiest, nastiest, most just uh, emotional cripple. Which is perfect after what we had before. Because it'll probably be another couple of weeks. He'll be picking you, scraping your ass up off the floor. At any rate, Aerosmith, yeah, positive or negative? Oh, positive. <laughs> Why do I do it? Why do I talk to him, huh? Jesus, God. I don't know. I'm wondering. Can't complain about Scott's personality because you don't have any. There were times in my life. He's a quizzling. When I was going insane. I'm playing Aerosmith all day today, interspersed with Love you. the audio from mm -hmm. Playboy TV. I mean, to me, that's that's where it's at, right there. What more could you want? Anyway, that's a review by Sean Piccoli. Who is Sean Piccoli? Is that somebody we know from the Herald? I mean, the Sun Sentinel? Nobody I know. Sean Piccoli? Yeah, I've never met about him before. Maybe some some schmuck. We you'll, know who that you'll is. be happy to know. Yes, that John Cox is still alive. No, Jack Nicholson is sixty-five. I told you he's older than me by about five years. Although it's getting close to sixty-one, man, you do realize that November fifth, yeah, sixty-one, sixty-one as the oh the Grim Reaper, the 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 the, the Grim Grimmer is waiting for me with bated breath. He's got his hammer and sickle. 
Or is that Father Time? One of them's got a hammer and a cycle. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty. I got a column here. It's so good today that I'm just salivating. I can't wait. By Christian Amanpour. Well, actually, it's by Peter Johnson, but it's called Media Mix. Christian Amanpour says CNN practiced self-censorship during the so-called Operation Iraqi Freedom and that they were intimidated by the Bush administration and Fox News, which put a climate of fear and self-censorship. I'm going to read that a little bit later on. That is so great, man. That is so sensational. Did I always like that bitch? No. Hated her. But I like her a little bit better right now. Well, no, I didn't like the way that she fawned over the Pope when he went to Cuba, you know. Oh, mm -hmm. the Holy Father. And, you know, she reported like she was a professional Catholic, which maybe she is. Who the hell knows? What would you? Didn't she sound like some kind of a, uh, a schmata? Doesn't she? Get it? Yeah, Amanpour. I thought Christian something like Amanpour. Like she's Eastern over Bloc or something. That burka. Five six seven oh five sixty. Here's a lady in Cooper City. Hello. Hi, Uncle Neil. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. There is absolutely on this planet nobody, nobody cooler than Johnny Depp. There is, he is so cool that I'm freezing. He is, he's just the greatest. He's I don't think you need man. anyone else on that pole. He's the Iceman. The Iceman cometh. Yeah, he's so cool. He's hot. I mean, he's. Exactly. Did you get to see Pirates of the Caribbean yet? No. You get a hoot out of it. You'll love it. He's awesome. I, I, well, that's what I keep hearing. He's great and the movie sucks. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. But he right now, I guess, because he's coming into the mainstream more, mm -hmm. I think he's I think he's really going to take off. Um, more people are going to discover him. He's my main man, Johnny Depp. He's my buddy. I bet you I guarantee you he wouldn't even remember who the hell I was. Well, I don't know. You 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 leave an impression. <laughs> I would like to have left an impression. I'll tell you that. Me too. <laughs> have a great day. Good choice. Okay. Thanks. See, she agrees with you. Yeah. And, of course, the fact that George thought of Johnny Depp, that is really... David Beckham, I have no idea who that is. Me either. I was hoping you did. I David thought it was some Beckham? sports guy. That's, that's what... not the a British soccer player, is it? You got me. Well, we're supposed to be a sports station. How come nobody's running and say, oh, yeah, that's a... Is that the guy's name, the uh, big British sports star that... Uh... Yeah, but if it's soccer, nobody in this place is going to know about it. But it's from Jose and Delray Beach, David Beckham. I think that... I don't know. Plus, he's got that freaky Rasta hair now, too. Oh, I think that's who that is. I'll wait. Oh, here's here's the facts we've been waiting for from David in Naples. Thank you, David. It says, regarding your Internet audio, I live in Naples. I listen every day on the Internet. I use Windows Media Player with a 10-band equalizer and a partridge in a pear tree and find your audio among the best on the Internet. All right. How do you like that? How do you like that? It is very consistent with no dropouts whatsoever, good EQ, and sounds better than your AM transmitter, which isn't saying much, David. <laughs> yeah. When you go to the break, we hear you do the live spot and the QAM bumper, like... My... Right, like that. because you play those. It, yeah, I do play those. I fire them off right here. Well, you know, once in a while, like the last time, now you, you're on, you know, you know. Yeah. But, but like know. once in a while, no, seriously, once in a while, I'm fumbling for something, uh, and I, I leave it there. Right. Like for example, last break I had. I'm listening. But I've learned to like look up there, and make sure that the letter Q is there, so you know when I hit it, it's the right thing. Follow what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Like that. I don't want to play the whole thing. Then we'll hear the break. Scott will panic. Anyway, it goes on to say, uh, it goes silent till the break is over. We hear the music bit on the other end of the break. Oh, it goes silent during the rest of the commercial break? Apparently. Well, that's, uh, I don't know. It says, I'm on Sprint DSL with a 500 KB line. Your listeners who are complaining are probably using a cheap dial-up service on a 486DX machine. Their father left them in as well. Thanks a lot, David. That's what we wanted to hear. Okay, excellent day. Here's a fax from one of our chronic faxers. Who has, David Beckham is the soccer guy. I'll put him on there. Just for uh, some of those Julios, you know, they're obsessed with their soccer, with their football, football. 
That's I'm, I'm, this isn't spelled right though. I don't think is it? Well, you, <laughs> who are you asking? That's easy. He got the freaky rasta hair now, man. He's a white, sure, white guy with rasta hair. I mean, it's bad enough we got dark guys with rasta hair, but white guys with rasta hair? I don't think so, man. Anyway, the chronic fact is we listen to the Dolphin broadcast on the radio because we love the Mad Dog, but you have to know what asshole is calling Ricky every chance he gets. Uh, absolutely. The dreadlock demon. It's just painful. What did Cox die from? Uh, have a good day. Probably ill health, right. I would think. Brought on by a combination of uh, too much food, too much <coughs> booze. Too, too much of the bad uh, stuff. Huh? A lot of bad stuff. But I think he enjoyed his life, didn't he? Sure. What you say? Are these highlights? That's the sound of Doreen servicing Miguel right now, as a matter of fact, in the QM promotion room. <laughs> anyway... Uh, the dreadlock demon. Now, what, what, what does that mean, the dreadlock demon? Oh, that, is that what he calls him? Oh, no. Mo calls him the dreadlock demon. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. I thought he had the hots for Fiedler. Better watch it, Ricky. You better watch it. Maybe he'd like to flip, uh, flip wigs with you. <laughs> Can you? Oh, There's a, oh yeah. I think I just hit the jackpot. <laughs> Mo with dreadlocks. Coming soon. One of our Rost artists will do Rostimo. that. Rostamo. That's what we need next on, hey, on our website. Jonesy or Albert, come on. Okay. Good old Rastamo. I'm looking at right now at those pictures. We got uh, Moda, Yoda Moda. And then we got Mo with a uh, T-shirt and the condom hats. And we still got that guy up, up pitching that tent in Italy. I love it. Rastamo. 5670560. How's the poll coming? So far, 88 people. That's 36.5%. Like I said, 38.5%. Listen to Scott Farrell before this show. Out of 226. Howard Stern, 50. NPR, 37. Music, 37. Of various kinds and sorts and types. Bob and Tom, 12. I love it. And Ron and Paul got only foe. You know what they always say? Ron and Paul, what are they good foe? Evidently, not much with this crowd. 13 past 11 at 560 WQM. If your job sucks, man, if you wish you had a bigger paycheck, if you wish you had a better boss, if you wish you had a real career, here's the answer for you. How do you like to have a new career and a big, fat paycheck before year's end? Well, if you'd like to get on the road to that end, call Fast Train today, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Fast Train can have you certified and trained before the end of the year, like I said only moments ago. The demand for a computer professional continues to grow like topsy. There's no better time than right now to get you a new high-paying career. Fast Train offers job placement assistance, convenient day, evening, weekend schedules, and with six Florida locations, four in South Florida, there's bound to be one nearby you. Fast Train offers financial assistance for guys who qualify, too, so call Fast Train right now at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. That's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. You have no excuse, no mo, to stay in the dead-end crappy job working for peanuts. Check them out on the web first at FastTrain.com, and then give them a call, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. <laughs> Sports Radio 560. <laughs> 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 <laughs
Rasta Joe, Rasta Flag, Rasta Joe, Rasta Joe, Oi! Rasta Joe. I say I and I. I say wo yo yo. Oi! How come you don't wear dreadlocks? I'm not that orthodox. I like Jimmy Cliff. And I like to smoke a split. I like my soup, right? I am a Yiddish type of guy. Rasta me, Rasta you, Rasta black, Rasta Jew, Rasta Jew. Oh, no, yes, Rasta Jew. I like coach and soup. And I ride a motorbike. Chicken soup with Canada lamb. That's what I like. Have you ever tasted red fish, rice and greens, plankin and gefilte fish? That's much more my speed. Rasta me, rasta you, rasta black, rasta Jew, rasta Jew. WQM, there's the old Rastaman. Don't forget, we're going to be doing our poll a little later in the week on which ethnic group smells the worst. J.K. from Hollywood, is there anyone cooler than Snoop Dogg? So I put him on there. Did you put him on there? I did. Snoop Doggy Dog? It says, I don't think so. On another subject, Ben Affleck got his life back from the most overrated bitch, Jennifer Lopez. They say you can take the bitch out of the ghetto, but you can't take the ghetto out of the hoe, says J.K. in Hollywood. Yeah, I looked up on the web just to make sure, and uh, David Beckham is that very, very highly overpaid the soccer player, the Brit guy who's now playing for somebody else, who used to have, like, the skinhead haircut when he looked almost human, and now he's got, like, the dreadlocks, the Rasta look. Okay. Grotesque. Grotesque. 248 votes on the, uh, what, what uh, do you usually listen to before Neil Rogers show, 8 to 10 a.m.? Scott Farrell, 97. Howard Stern, 57. Not even close, Scott. Nice going, baby. 97 to 57. NPR 38, Music 38, Bob and Tom 13, considering it's a Palm Beach station, that's pretty good. And Ron and Paul, only five. Only five. Mm -hmm. 
I think they're done. Finally, after an exhausting 20 minutes. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Marvelous line. The coolest of them all is our question today, which well-known person best defines the word cool? And we have a very short and select list so far. Johnny Depp, Jack Nicholson, Neil Rogers, <laughs> George Rodriguez, <laughs> Scott Farrell, Clint Eastwood, David Beckham, and Snoop Dogg. Here's a call from Cape Coral. Hello. Yeah, hey, Neil. How you doing? Long time Pretty good. Uh, I got somebody for your list, possibly. How yes. about uh, George Carlin? George Carlin? Right. He's a pretty cool dude. Old. Yeah, but, I mean, he's still cool. <laughs> You're on the list. Yeah, he's older than I am. Yeah, I know. But just just a suggestion, and I, I dropped my uh, one vote for Bob and Tom also. Okay, thanks. All right. George Carlin's okay. He's cool. Cool. He was good in that movie, the uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon movie. What that was the name of that? Dogma. Dogma. That was a good movie, actually. The only problem, see, I, J-Lo, she keeps marrying these, uh, uh, she keeps, well, I think she's <laughs> a dyke. No, I, I don't think she's ever seen a penis. Do you? Well, I mean, not like live and personal, maybe in the movies, but I, I don't think, think she's like ever, ever seen a penis. one in her hand, I don't think. No. Five, not a real one. Five six seven oh five sixty. I hear she's got a gigantic strap on. Though. Man, can you just see that? Can you see her hopping on uh, Brittany? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. It's not. It's an easy. It's a, a a tough one. Like I said, not easy. I mean, I'm, I may have the question. I said here with a blank sheet, man. There's nothing worse than having a blank sheet. Just ask the guys in Davy. Here's a call from Pompano. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I've got an addition to your list of cool people. Yes. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper's man, cool, yeah. I think the man is the epitome of cool. I mean, he's been around forever, and, and he just he's great. And he's <laughs> still alive. That. That's the good news. You have to check the way things are going lately, but he's still alive. I mean, think about it. This is a guy that's old enough to collect Social Security now, and it's yeah. a miracle he's still alive what he's gone through. Right. Uh, also, uh, just, uh, just to touch on something else, I was reading one of the articles on your webpage about, you know, how Bush's approval ratings are slipping. And there's some people who are saying, well, you know, we had a great plan for the war. Well, I mean, come on. How could we not win that war the way we did? I mean, it's like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing Pompano. We won. It's like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing Carolina and losing in overtime. Well, <laughs> yeah. that may happen the way things are going for us down there. It I did mean, happen yesterday, yeah. But other than that, uh, it's great talking with you, and you and George have a great day. Okay, thanks, Pally. Have a great uh, life. What did he say? He said Bush sucks. We can agree with that. <clears throat> he didn't have any plan. Well, they had some devious plans. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. You know, every time I watch this channel, this Playboy channel, yeah. There's something I want to say. Enough of the talking. Oh, but at any rate. Any reason? Here's a call from Little Havana where they... Uh, Hi, Neil. I, I yes, think sir. that um, Clinton was cool. Yeah, that's what I said. Well, I, I, I think he deserves to be on there. Yes, Listen, I, I always relied on you for good information. When yes. Mo calls the games on, on Sunday, does he wear the hamsters or... Okay, have a great day, amigo. <laughs> Five six seven. That's a good question. Though we'll have to check with Mad Dog Hamster and find out. Links. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. We don't want to talk about him all day today, do I? Mean, he's he's old and tired, you know. I mean, I don't really care, but it's just I'm just 
So worn out with his crap. I say we just talk about him. No more. No more. Or at least maybe for the next five or ten minutes. No more. No more. Yeah, let's declare a moratorium for the next five or ten minutes about the Mo Man. They hate him. They hate you, Mo. We don't want you to take it personal like Greg Vidal does, but they hate you like poison. They wish you would die. They wish it would have been you instead of John Ritter. They wish it would have been you instead of Johnny Cash. We wish it would have been you instead of Don Cox, who was yeah. at least a friend of ours in kind of a bizarre way. He, he was okay. He was a good guy. He was a good guy. He meant well. He, he was like uh, kind of like a cartoon character. And he had his problems uh, like we all do. You know, he, he wasn't perfect, not like uh, me and George. Right. But he just, uh, you know... He just abused himself for so many years, and his body finally, I guess, couldn't. I mean, we're just, I don't know what the details were, but it was not a, a pretty end. Don Cox died, in case you tuned in late. I checked the Sun Sentinel uh, website. Now, see, because I know Tom Jicka listens religiously to the show every day while he's sitting there typing out, pecking out on his uh, word processor, all of those stupid canned uh, pieces that he writes every day about the network TV shows, nothing local, TV, radio, anything. But I don't see anything on there yet on the Sun Sentinel website about Don Cox passing away, who was legendary in South Florida radio for many, many years. About 30, man. I would say. At least. 27 past 11 at QAM if you're on the Atkins diet, if you're trying to lose weight on any other low-carbohydrate diet like the summer sizing. Boy, I hate that bitch, man. She makes me sick. Delights of West Boca is a place you're going to love, though, because it's the number one low-carb store in the entire universe. With a zillion low-carb, sugar-free products, Delights is introducing new ones all the time to keep you on a straight and narrow path because variety is one of the hardest things when you're on the Atkins. You know, like I always tell you, you got your meat and your cheese and your seafood and your seafood and your meat and your cheese, and that's about it. And you want some snacks, something different to keep you happy and satisfied. Try the brand-new low-carb instant cup of soup. All you do is add water, pop it in the microwave, and it's a low-carb meal in a cup and four delicious flavors. Be sure to check out the delicious low-carb muffins for quick breakfast, your own individual-sized cheesecake. they got a whole schmidt load of low-carb pastas and sauces, dressings, chips, chocolates, their world-famous Carbolite ice cream as well. Brand-new are the almond snack cakes, the blondies, and six delici uh, delicioso flavors. They had last chocolate crisp and chocolate mint bars with no maltitol, thank the Lord. Carborite ready to drink chocolate vanilla shakes. It's a low-carb meal in a can. And Judy's low-carb peanut brittle with unbelievably great Unbelievable. taste. Don't forget it delights the West Boca. You can try anything in the store before you buy it. And all the Atkins brand products are on sale all day, every day. They're open daily 10 to 10. You'll find them on the northeast corner of Glades and 441 right next to Boston Market. Two great things we learned from Dr. Bob. One, how to lose weight. And number two, don't fall down. Call them toll-free at 1-877-LOW-CARB or shop them on the web at lowcarb.com. Delights of West Boca. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Right, and inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story. Was their name a slang word for the male sexual organ? We certainly hope so. Otherwise, there's f*** all interesting about the verb pipe. We won't merely flash Look, I've told people before, the name Verve Pipe doesn't mean anything. We pulled it out of a hat. Don't listen to him. It means penis. Tell him it means penis, you moron. Verve Pipe founder Brian Vander Ark has been arguing with the band's manager, Slappy Gold, since 1996. These artistic types don't understand that sex sells. It doesn't mean penis. Of course it does. Put it together. What does Verve mean? It means energy, vigor. And what's a pipe? A cylindrical object, a long shaft. Ipso facto, you got a long shaft that's full of vigor. A f you hapless motherfucker. Lay off, will ya? Look, you're the one who said we should release those other singles to try and cash in on freshmen. As the argument escalated, 
Vander Ark taunted Slappy with his decision to release more singles, each representing a different grade level. We were merely sophomores. We were merely juniors. We were underclassmen. All right, all right, all right. So it didn't work. Curve pipe still means a thunderous, unbridled erection. Does not. I mean, what do you always bring up? The verb pipe. Maybe their name means penis. Maybe it doesn't. It probably doesn't matter when you're dealing with with sons of bitches like these. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet like a show business. Tonight, on Inside the Behind. 1233 no mo. Johnny Depp, Jack Nicholson, Neil Rogers, George, Scott, we'll put this up at noon. Scott Farrell, Clint Eastwood, David Beckham, Snoop Dogg, George Carlin, Dennis Hopper, Bill Clinton, and Steve Tyler. And Michael Moore. Now, talking about somebody who has survived years and years, decades of drug abuse and booze, <laughs> still going strong. Yeah. Of course, still he got all his fat. hair, too. He was never fat. And he does have all his hair. He doesn't have, like, a, a weasel on his head. Steve Tyler. Michael Moore definitely is an addition. This, uh, there's another list. Uh, Christopher Lee. Eh. Based on what? I don't know. He's got those teeth. Samuel L. Jackson. Based on how about, what? How about Denzel Washington? Based on what? Oh, uh, David Lee Roth, and even they crossed it out. The fact that <laughs> yeah, Roger, nah. Roger Waters. <laughs> Who the hell is Roger Waters? He's pretty cool. He's the the movie maker, Pink Flamingos. Oh, the, the Roger Waters, guy, yeah. that guy. Yeah, let's Freaky put him cool. on there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we putting Michael Moore on there? Yes. How about Roger Whitaker? Oh, that's right. He's dead, and he was never cool. He was corny. He was big and fat and corny, and he was like some kind of a Brit or Irishman or something like that. What was that song that we can never remember the name of that we used to have to play both of us on here? Roger Whitaker and uh, The Last uh, Ship. Huh? You know what I'm talking about. No. The Last Farewell. Wasn't that it? I don't know. Who sang Darum Town? Did you get that? Wow. Take a look at it. See, I told you on Playboy Channel, even the guys are pretty, okay? Sick and tired of the Jeremy's of this world. Yeah, Nobody oh. wants to see a big, fat, hairy, disgusting thing, especially this close to lunchtime. Man. Even the most heterosexual of them all don't want to see something like that. See, the excuse always is, well, uh, most guys are ugly, so they feel more satisfied watching other ugly guys uh, having sex. I don't buy that. Man. Here's Can a call from Miami. Hello. Miami, Buenos Aires. Hey, there we go. Yes, sir. Here you are, Rich. Yeah, how's it going? Okay. Sorry, happy birthday to you. I had to go Here's a happy birthday to Fat Rich from all of us. Oh, thank you. Uh, you know, this morning I'm listening to Scott. And he's saying in Vegas, oh, how he, yeah. there you go. How uh, he bet 19 out of 20 baseball games and hit that and 12 out of 20 right. football games. I think we should get him up to Pompano and use his handicapping skills. We can surely use the help. Yeah. And, uh, yeah it maybe, sounds like we could use some help because even on your hottest days, you never hit like 19 out of 20 races. Uh, well, close. 
No, not really. <laughs> like I said, even on your hottest days, right. when uh, you were being uh, honest, you never got anything out of that, that, that Beckham, uh, that uh, soccer player, they had, they had a movie about him. It's best thing I think it's still out. Bend it like Beckham. What's that all about? I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, I'll see you in about six weeks, Neil. I'll see you briefly, right? Yeah, briefly. Okay, Rich. Okay, take care. Have a happy, okay. Thanks a lot. There's Fat Rich, who isn't so uh, fat as he used to be. Nice going. Hey, I, I was wrong, and Scott can't wait to tell you. What is that? I'm two for two today. Roger Waters was from Pink Floyd. John Waters is the director. Yeah, see, that's why I didn't know who it was, and then you confused me with the Waters part. Uh, John Waters is who we're talking about, not Roger Waters. What the hell's wrong? Roger Waters is about as cool as a frog's fart, man. Forget it. You got John Waters on there? We got it. Well, that's George, you know, a little know-it-all. George knows everything. If you don't believe me, just ask him. <laughs> it's cloudy and it's gray here and it's dank. That's why I'm in kind of like a surly mood momentarily for the first day. This is the first day in as long as I can remember that it hasn't been sunny and beautiful. It's 70, but it's like cloudy and like dripping every now and then. A little on the murky side. Weather ain't everything, though. Trust me when I tell you. Rich, you'll see. I'll be back briefly in November. 125 votes for Scott Farrell. He's got 39%. Uh, percent. What they listen to before the show most often. Howard Stern, 72 at 22.5%. NPR, 50. That's George's choice because he's a pseudo-intellectual. Music, 48. Bob and Tom, 18. Ron and Paul only got 7 out of 320 votes. What's the uh, deal there? I thought we used to have like more of a crossover with them or not. But you did. And you know what it is? The what? people who used to settle for him are now listening to Scott. Right. Right? That's it. Sure looks like that. Looks like the Pharrell Meister. You wait till Thursday when those numbers come out. It is going to be amazing. It is going to be staggering. And, of course, we can't break the morning show down, uh, you know, like the 6 to 8 part and the 8 to 10 until the whole book comes out, which is another month later on, like in uh, October. So somebody's going to be going around saying, oh, you see, it's me. It's the football season started. Absolutely. And everybody loves me now. Absolutely. And I'm away from that jizz guzzling pipe smoker. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, right. I'll say it again. If they get like a 10 share, that means that Pharrell's got an eight and a half, and he's got a 1.5. Is there any doubt? No. 20 till noon at 560 WQM, announcing a gigantic 2003 Neil Rogers blowout sale going on right now at Hallett Pontiac GMC. You know what they say? Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto, all the other good folks over there. When in doubt, blow it out. Neil deal number one. Save up to seven grand, seven thousand dollars with the highest rebates of the year, plus get deep discounts. Neil deal number two. Get 0% financing for up to five years. Listen to this. Lease a 2003 Pontiac Grand Prix GT2 for 279 bucks a month for 36 months with 12 miles a year and $2,000 out of pocket. That's correct. You pay only 279 bucks a month. Hallett's also got great deals on Yukons and Denali's too. And as always, Hallett's got a fantastic unbeatable selection of certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. If you got a few blemishes on your body or on your credit, it makes no difference. They still want to cut you a deal at Hallett. No a song and a dance, no third degree. It's the 2003 Neil Rogers blowout sale going on right now at Hallett Pontiac GMC, 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's U.S. 1 across from the falls. Open every day, seven days a week. If you want more info on these staggering new Neil deals, call the Neil Deal hotline toll-free at one 888 that's one triple eight five three four forty two eleven. Don't forget all Neil deals subject to credit approval. See the folks at Hallett for details at Hallett Pontiac GMC, who are professional grade. Live, Live and local. We're Sports Radio five sixty QAM. Well, Buffalo has.
said the football team, the greatest in the land. And everybody thinks they're great, because they really are. The Buffalo Bills are number one. See what I mean? So just sing along. When you say Miami. When you say Buffalo. And you're the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. They're the greatest team in the history of the human race. They're the Buffalo Bills. They're the greatest thing since sliced bread and canned beer. Yeah, there you go. And you, and you jazz up that redneck stuff. You listen to that banjo. Holy sweet God, listen to that. When you say Buffalo Bills, it don't sound so rednecky, do it. Everybody sing along now. Are you Bill fans? Here we go. Well, the Buffalo Bills are the best team. They have the best record over the last five years. And they went to the Super Bowl four times, which is more than I can say for this scum-sucking fish. And they're uh, the greatest, because I really like their uniforms. They sure as hell beat the heck out of having a fish on the helmet, because they're the Buffalo Bills. The best football team, what I ever seen in the history of my life. They are the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. The home of Jim Kelly, the greatest quarterback in the league. Yeah, everybody, the Buffalo Bills. They're the Buffalo Bills. And they've been around longer than the stinking rotten fish. Well, they're the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. What would you rather have as a pet, a buffalo or a fish? 14 till noon at 560 WQM. Billy and Deerfield writes, I was at Aerosmith Friday night. They rocked. We had third row seats. Sounded great. He says, I'm a member of Aero Force One. Th uh, thanks to that, we'll get great seats. At one point in the show, Steve, who is the coolest, uh, I've met him a few times, uh, swung out over the crowd. When he went back to the stage, we had to swing right back over us. What? The girl I was with reared up and grabbed him. Well, when she got her hand back down, a piece of his hair was in his hands. A piece of his hair was in his hands. Or I think he means her hands. In somebody's hands? Right. It's a little clip-like thing, guess, uh, just to make his hair look fuller. Has little beads and strings on it. The show is great. She's got a piece of Stevie Tyler in her hand. Also, add Joe Perry to the list. He's totally cool. Just not as uh, relaxed around his fans as Steve Tyler is. Well, we can't put all the Aerosmith on her, can we? No. no. But uh, we agree. I concur. Diane in Fort Lauderdale, though, kind of like peas on our parade a little bit. She says, as much as you talk Scott Farrell up, he's simply Wolfman Jack ripping off Howard Stern Show. Well, what's wrong with Wolfman Jack ripping off Howard Stern Show, huh? It says Pharrell is doing the same crap Howard was doing 15 years ago with chicks and lesbians, etc. The numbers don't lie. Scott will never have Howard-like numbers in the morning, so tell Pharrell to enjoy your poll while he can. And by the way, I wouldn't be bragging about 34C as she's below average at best, says Diane in Fort Lauderdale. Whoa. How do you like that? She's well, below something. Sounds like Diane's hitting below the belt. Below what? Anyway, Bob Sandler's dead. Boy, we got so much bad news. I have no idea who he was, but evidently a good guy. Even though he worked for a cheap channel, he couldn't help it. He was never WYOD when we were there. No. Uh, no, no. See, this this is not right. This is by Thomas Monet of the Sun Sentinel. Seriously, if you wipe your ass with the newspapers in South Florida, it would be like an insult to your Rectum. behind. It would be a grotesque. Don't do it. 
Because I wouldn't wipe my ass with the with the Sun Sentinel, especially because they put all this crap in there. It says he groomed young cast members and was a dedicated news editor and movie critic on his biweekly show. But along with love for movies and theater, he still found time to be a strong family man. Bob Sandler, a fixture at WYOD AM 610 for 10 years, yeah. died Saturday at Westside Regional Medical Center in plantation complications from pneumonia. He was 60. He was diagnosed with lymphoma a year ago, but he continued working at the radio station until September 4, the day before he was admitted to the hospital, said Lori Shepard, WYOD news director. Well, at least we know Lori. She said, Mr. Sandler had a great demeanor and provided training to younger employees to help them uh, hone their skills. She said the station staff was devastated by Mr. Sandler's death. Mr. Sandler, originally from Brooklyn, moved to South Florida 15 years ago, said Barry Epstein, a friend for 20 years. He said Mr. Sandler's media career started soon after he got out of college. In addition to news editing, he said Mr. Sandler also wrote theater and film reviews for several South Florida publications, including Entertainment News and Weekly and Broward Informant, et cetera, and so on. So, um, there, that's sad. Not as sad to us as Don Cox, because we didn't know Bob Sandler. I think I know what they're uh, thinking about with that 10 years thing. What is that? He was probably at Wins for 10 years, and remember, they switched call letters. And then Wins became IOD. No. All right, I'm just trying for him. No, I, I don't believe so. Well, I don't know. Maybe somebody will clarify. Somebody will fax that in. But he certainly was not at WYOD for 10 years. I mean, I, not that I want to nitpick. It makes no difference. The guy passed away. But the, the bottom line is, if you're going to write some stuff, put it, get it right. Get it right just once in the South Florida newspapers and those goddamn fish wrapping pieces of crap. God, can't stand it. Okay, here's the, uh, we got only a few minutes left in this poll, and it's about a Diane. We'll get back to you, Diana. Pharrell's doing great with our audience. Uh, what do you usually listen to before Neil's show, 8 to 10 a.m.? Scott Pharrell, 137, Howard Sperm, 86. 38% to like about 24%. NPR, 57. Music, 54. Bob and Tom, 19. They're great, but they're in Palm Beach on a station that you can barely hear in Dayton Broward. And uh, Ron and Paul have got only eight out of 361 votes. Only eight in the Sunshine sh uh, State, and it ain't so great. Right? No, that's pathetic. It, it's weak. It's weak, Ron and Paul. In other words, when there's an alternative, when there's a choice, then the people are diving. You'll see in the next trend. Ron and Paul, Zeta, which used to be a great station when somebody I know was there. Oh, God. Now is a piece of crap. Amanpour says CNN practiced self-censorship. Listen very carefully, okay? It's short. Okay. Short. CNN's top work, and it's also going to be on our website. I emailed it to uh, Fat Eric. CNN's top work correspondent, Christiana Amanpour, says that the press muzzled itself during the Iraq War, and she says CNN was intimidated by the Bush administration and Fox News, which put a climate of fear and self-censorship. As criticism of the war and its aftermath intensifies, Amanpour joins a chorus of journalists and pundits who charge that the media largely towed the Bush administration line in covering the war and by doing so failed to aggressively question the motives behind the invasion. On last week's Topic A, Topic A with Tina Brown on CNBC, Brown, the former talk magazine editor, asked comedian Al Franken, former Pentagon spokeswoman Tony, uh, Tori Clark, and Amanpour if we in the media as much as the administration drank the Kool-Aid when it came to the war. Said Amanpour, I think the press was muzzled, and I think the press self-muzzled. I'm sorry to say, but certain television, and perhaps to a certain extent my station, was intimidated by the administration and its foot soldiers at Fox News. And it did, in fact, put a climate of fear and self-censorship, in my view, in terms of the kind of broadcast work we did. 
Brown then asked Alan Poor if there was any story during the war that she couldn't report. It's not a question of couldn't do it. It's a question of tone, Amanpour said. It's a question of being rigorous. It's really a question of really asking the questions. All of the entire body of politic, in my view, whether it's the administration, the intelligence, the journalists, whoever, did not ask enough questions, for instance, about weapons of mass destruction. I mean, it looks like this was disinformation at the highest levels. Clark called the disinformation charge categorically untrue and added, my experience a little over two years at the Pentagon, I never saw the media holding back. I saw them reporting the good, the bad, and in between. Fox News spokeswoman Irina Brigandi said of Amanpour's comments, given the choice, it's better to be viewed as a foot soldier for Bush than a spokeswoman for al-Qaeda. CNN had no comment. How do you like that? Yeah, How do you like it. that line? That was honest. As, and in other words, you're either with us or against us, you commie bitch you. How do you like that? Commie more, pinko bitch. More honest a line that I would have expected from them. Wow. <sighs> Oh, there's Ann Coulter again. She's got her Miss um, Drudge piece out. She's hopping on it. That big black one. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. Well, it's his strap on. You know, he loans it to her on a weekend. He's got a chin strap. He may plays a mean chin ball, is what I'm hearing. Although I will say this, I got that story from the Fudge Report. So thanks a lot, Miss Fudge. What do you usually listen to before Neil's show? Scott Farrell, 140. Howard Stern, 89. NPR, 58. Music, 54. Bob and Tom, 20. Ron and Paula, measly 8. Pretty measly compared to the Beasley. By the way, is Scott getting paid? No. I don't think you're ever getting paid. They're just jerking you around. Starting to catch on to that? Yeah. Here's Palmetto Bay. Hello. Hey there, Neil. What's happening? How you doing, sir? Okay, number one, uh, Sandler was uh, doing pre-recorded movie reviews. At the same time, you were at IOD, at least on the weekends. I don't he know was? about during the week. So, never heard. You know, How that's... is that possible? George never heard of him. I nope. never heard of him. No, remember Larry Justice? Yes. He he used to do pre-recorded movie reviews on his show on Saturday. That's morning. why we never heard him. Oh, uh, that's why uh, we never heard him because Larry Justice was a doddering old man. The other one is on the, the more current poll. The name I can't believe you forgot, De Niro. Robert De Niro. Well, you know, there are people who think that uh, he's a good actor, but it, off, off uh, you know, that he's not all that cool personally. Okay. I, I would agree. I'll put him on there. Okay. And finally, uh, I have to agree with the, the facts that beat me to it while I was on hold. Um, Tyler's the sexy one, but, but Joe Perry's the cool one. Okay. That's, then my vote still goes with De Niro. Got it. Thanks a lot, pal. Thanks, Neil. Do you want to put Joe Perry on there? Sure. I don't care. You do? Abs absolutely. Well, what does that mean? Absolutely. I even asked you about Aerosmith before you were, like, noncommittal. We mentioned Joe Perry, and all of a sudden, oh, absolutely. I was answering the phones. Yeah, right. Likely story. Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know that. In fact, Scott was, uh, he was the topic of one of the Aerosmith songs. Yeah, oh, that's the one I was thinking of. Crazy. That's him. Ah. I thought you were going to play Dude Looks Like a Lady. I think if we just leave the audio from Playboy Channel on for four hours and we'll just have somebody handling the bleep button. All right. Me, so you don't have to And I'll just do the spots, and we can just kind of lay out, you know? Or lay down. Sure, easy. Sounds of Oprah and Roseanne Barr having lunch. 
Or eating, maybe a rosin. Eating well, watermelon. Disgusting or what? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We have a bad connection. I didn't hear you say eating watermelon, did I? Boy, that's wet and sloppy. Like Rosie? 11.56, four minutes till noon at 5.60, WQM. There you go. Payback is a bitch. What a disgusting, uh, grotesque oh. thought for some of you. For me, I don't really care because any of it, you know. Ah, this is Jennifer Lopez. I have to take my hormones every day to keep the hair from growing back around my nipples. And that's when I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. Are you confused? Lonely? Drifting through life without direction? Then I want to talk to you about an exciting career as an Episcopal bishop. You see, the flashy hat and robe are just the beginning. There's the glitz, glamour, plenty of TV coverage, and a personally autographed 8x10 of Harvey Firestein with every archdiocese. Commandment, schmandments. We think of them more as uh, suggestions. I mean, Ten Commandments are fine. But if you can bat 300, it's fine with us. Catching's an option, too. Or if you're into the sweet science of boxing, you can always beat the bishop. Now, if you're thinking, hey, I'm not Episcopal, how can I be a bishop? Don't worry. We have two bishops that are Muslim, five atheists, and a Buddhist bishop that will let you rub his belly for good luck before you play bingo down at St. Latoya's. Join us. The few, the proud, the color-coordinated Episcopal bishops. Trouble 2 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to him. Mad Dog at 2. The Humper at 4 from Shula's. you got the Ricky Williams Show. Mr. What does he call him? Rasta, Rasta Jew uh, Dreadlock uh, something. I don't know. Oh, how embarrassing. Mo, is there any end to it? Absolutely. Not. Ricky Williams show live from the Cleveland around South Beach. Go there and hear Ricky Ticky Williams. Bada beep, bada boop, bada boop. Oh, then you got Hurricane Hotline 8 to 10. I missed that before. At Tony Romas with Josie. By the way, the promo we're playing to Josie doing that uh, hysterical play-by-play. So embarrassing that it's humiliating and degrading. We don't want to be associated with that. Eddie K follows Hurricane Hotline at 10 and Joe and Mark overnight, leading into the doddering old man. Here's the final results from the uh, first poll today. What do you usually listen to before Neil's show? 8 to 10 in the a.m. 394 votes. Scott Farrell, 152. 38.5%. Nice going, Scott. Oh! Howard Sperm, 95. 24%. NPR, 63. Music, 55. Bob and Tom, 21. And Ron and Paul, only 8 out of nearly 400 votes. 2%. Boy, that's, that's pathetic. You know what? Pretty sad. Huh? Don't they get big numbers in the books and whatnot? Used to, but I think that wait till you see this next trend, man. You're going to watch them dropping like a bomb on Hiroshima. God. Let's see. Here's a fact that says from Greg and Sunrise. Try to get, uh, this is a good suggestion, by the way. You got it on there already? Set. Hugh Hefner? Oh, I'm writing it, yeah. Says, I'm sure he's got Viagra in his Metamucil, but he's still cool. You bet he's still cool. And you, can you imagine? This is a guy that lost count like about 20, 30 years ago. We can't even keep track. Also, Pope Pius John should have been on Friday's poll. Your poll about dead Johns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the popes were named John. Somebody called about that. We could put like a hundred John popes on there. The voice of reason and ridicule, Mike in Jupiter faxes. It says, this is an intelligent, informative, and reasonable website. Oh, I see. Valleyskeptic.com, which deals with topics, yada, yada, yada. Topics include religion. Oi! President Bush and politics. Oi! Psychics. Oi! And basic everyday BS. I'm sure you'll love it. It logically and relentlessly attacks the religious right and their sneaking deceptive method. I'm saving this. It says, keep up the great work. Your show is head and shoulders above the rest. And Mike, you are... Absolutely correct, sir. Sure is. Head and boulders. You know, the great part about me is I don't have dandruff no more. Of course, I also don't have any hair. But... <laughs> Well, nothing's perfect. Well, it's worse when you don't have any hair and uh, you have dandruff. Dandruff. Yeah. 
See, I wonder about bald guys. Do they really wax it? We're going to have to ask my, uh, what's his name? Troy Stratford? I think they use a lotion. They use a lotion on their head? Yeah. To keep it shiny like that and stuff? It puts the lotion in the basket. I see. Who's the coolest of them all? Which well-known person best defines the word cool? This is a tough one, which is good. I mean, anybody can like, you know, it's like, who's the best actor? We've done those. Those Those were fine in their time. They killed some good time. But cool, man. Everybody's cool. Everything it's is tough. cool. Oh, Miguel came up with one that I forgot to write down. Yes? Christopher Walken. No. Okay. I thought you were going to say Christopher Lowell. Paul oh, boy. Christopher Walken. You said that, and I wrote down Lowell. Well, of course, to share where you and Miguel, where your minds are at. It's that Cuban thing. They got a little Cuban in them, man. Well, i tell you one thing in, in here that I'm, I'm being, of course, in Toronto, we got people from all over the world, Zillions, Asians, Filipinos. I never realized there were so many Filipinos in the first place. I think all of them are here. Really? Just about everybody in this town's got like a little Filipino in them. What do the guys look like? Filipino guys? Yeah. Because um, the women Filipinos. are kind of strange, uh, short, no, they low look legs. Asian, you know, they look, yeah. well, I can't tell. No, I they're like, kind of like Asian but Islander Asians. I can tell the difference between Chinese and Japanese. Me Japanese too. are ugly. Hey now. Generally speaking, huh? Let's see. I thought you were going to say the opposite. No. Are you kidding me? No, I've seen. No, I'm talking about men. Now, women. Oh. I would say Japanese women are better looking than Chinese women. No, yeah, exactly. Right. G- generally speaking, but Japanese men are ugly. I don't know what that's all about, but they're ugly. Chinese guys, on the other hand, are a lot of really great looking Chinese guys, as you know. But um, I do. China, well, I told you about one. Oh, Chinese yeah. women. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had a little Chinese in him. I thought you said he had a little Jew in him. And then there's Korean, and there's the Vietnamese, and then the uh, Filipino. I really can't tell. I don't know. You know, like like uh, black people say about us whites, you guys all look the same yeah. to me. Well, the Filipinos seemed like they, they had short bow legs and broad, flat feet. They had short bones? Bow legs. See, now you're confusing them with the Chinese again, too. I thought I was watching the Animal Planet channel here, you know, that doggy <laughs> channel. I don't know, because every time I, I look, there's another bone pops up. And somebody's burying it. Which well-known person best defines the word cool? Johnny Depp was George's choice, and also that nice lady in the... Uh, she's the only lady we had call all day, by the way, I believe. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's... Uh, I don't care anymore. We get paid the bonus for men 2554, yeah. and that's it. What, Jack ever. Nicholson, Neil Rogers, which uh, I'm about as cool as <laughs> a uh, frog's uh, ass. George, Scott Farrell. He'll get some votes. Mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood. David Beckham, the soccer guy with all the money and the bad the roster locks. Snoop Dogg. George Carlin. He may be old, but he's still cool. I don't think anybody remembers who the hell he is unless they're saying those seven words. Dennis Hopper. Bill Clinton. Oh, no. Oh, not him. Speaking of, I don't know what the hell his name is, but there's some of these porno guys. Oh, mm. he makes Ron Jeremy look like Brad Pitt. Bill Clinton, Steve Tyler. That's the trick she pulled. Seems like we're making up more than we're making love. Michael Moore, John Waters. No relation to Roger Waters or Roger Whitaker or Roger Ebert. Roger Moore. Robert De Niro, Joe Perry, Hugh Hefner, and Christopher Walken. You know, there was a time when if we put Roger Moore on here, he'd get votes. Uh-huh. Right? Really? Don't you think we should put Sean Connery on there? Sean Connery, absolutely. No. Once upon you a time. Do? He was the yeah, but Raskin now. He's not, not forget cool about anymore. Old hat. No, he's, he's past old, days, old and wrinkled up. That's like saying that uh, George Burns is uh, cool. Yeah. He still says Affleck really great, though. George Burns? 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Don Cox died. Bob, uh, what was your guy's name from IOD? Bob Sandler. Sandler? I, I don't know. I mean, it was, I guess it could have been because who the hell listens to any of these stations on the weekend? I guess he could have been there. But wouldn't it seem unusual to you that there'd be somebody at the station that you just never even heard of? Uh, if he was doing pre-recorded movie reviews and someone else was playing them, yeah. I don't consider that being there. I see. With all due respect. I mean, we don't want to be disrespectful. The guy just died, and he obviously was a good guy, and people liked him, or at least we think so. <clears throat> but we just don't know who that is. Here's a call from Miami. Buenos tardes. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you been, Neil? I've been great. Happy Monday to you, man. Monday's a fun day when it's over. Yeah. Hey, uh, Neil, a couple things. Uh, did you see that uh, <laughs> that baseball game where the ball hit the guy in the head and the other no. guy caught it? No, I did not see that. Oh, man. I think it happened yesterday. It was, uh, there was a video on uh, ESPN. The guy, actually, the ball hit the guy right in the noggin. As a matter of fact, it gave him a lump on the head the size of a baseball. And then the other guy caught it. The center fielder caught it. The right fielder got hit in the head. He had to leave the game, too. Anyway, my uh, my guy who's cool is Vince Vaughn. You ever heard of Vince Vaughn? No, I never heard of Vince Vaughn. Is he kind of Stevie Ray Vaughn? No, no. Vince Vaughn. He's really a kid. He's, uh, he does the independent comedy. He was in that movie Made. Did you ever see that movie? No. Oh, you got it. You see that movie, point. George? I saw a little of it. You know Vince Vaughn? Sure. You do? Yeah. Should He's he be swingers. on here? Nah. Nah. No, George says no. I'm so sorry. I mean, I, not that you're the definitive, uh, but the way you said it no, was just, like that. Uh, whatever. He's, I mean, we could name every male actor if we're going to use that criteria, the Vince Vaughn standard. Oh, he also spat on a guy. I was watching some paparazzi video that uh, they, they show, Hollywood Uncensored, and he spat on somebody, which makes him an asshole. Not cool. Let's see. John Faxes says the coolest of all is Steve McQueen, Butchop. Well, Steve McQueen, number one, is dead. Yeah. And number two, uh, you know, I mean, it's serious. Talking about is, well-known is, not dead people, not from 100 years ago, okay? Let's see. Here's a fax that says, thank you, thank you, thank you. If there's one thing we can never get enough of, it's moaning horrors. Fuck. Are you talking about Paul and Ron again? Now, did you hear what he just said? He didn't really put any consonants at the end of the word. Uh, you, you don't. Uh, you've got to pay. When I hit that button, man, you've got to like have your ESP kick in because he said, well, he said the beginning of it. Anyway, please free to insert that into your show whenever the urge moves you, it says. I may have to mop up my cubicle a bit, says Bill. Regarding the poll, since today is the coolest person, that would stand a reason that tomorrow may be the biggest nerd. <laughs> that's good. I like that. Thank you, mm -hmm. Bill. I think that's tomorrow's poll. If so, please accept my early nomination, Rick Riley. I think, right. he get, I think he gets some votes, don't you? Sure. Pulled out my floppy last night, and it was yeah. just covered. Oh, just geez. covered oh, with dust. <laughs> the nerd's the word, man. Ben in Vegas, Jen in Miami after a split. Anybody care? No. Are we sick and tired? Yeah. Are we nauseated by this pair yeah. of flamers? Oh, God. Remember, they won that poll, like, by twice the next nearest competitor? Right. The, who what you tired you of hearing just about? Just don't them? ever want to hear about these people again, okay? I don't even care if she's got the penis and he's got the vagina. I'm, I'm not interested. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to think about it. Why does anybody wanna... care about celebrity oh, weddings yeah, anymore? Dale DeBone. I beg your pardon. That's the name of the actress that's in this upcoming movie on a Playboy. You better keep CNN on, on there. From now on, I got yeah. my uh, Playboy channel going. All right. You keep abreast of that situation, and I'll keep my uh, eye appealed for this. 
Hollywood celebrity couple Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck have split at least temporarily. Sources close to Affleck to, uh, told Reuters yesterday. Close to Affleck. The pair were seen on Friday in the L.A. area boarding planes to different U.S. cities after postponing weekend wedding plans due to a media frenzy. <laughs> right, said someone who wished to remain anonymous. The sources said that sometime last week, Affleck called close associates telling them that he and Lopez had broken up. On Saturday, Affleck was spotted gambling and selling himself without Lopez at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Vegas. Right there in the corner of Harmon and Paradise, isn't it? Okay. Named after the harness driver, Donnie Harmon. Hey, Donnie, the finish line's over here, baby. Yeah, this, this direction, okay? He hasn't been able to find it too often lately. Meanwhile, sources said that Lopez on Friday flew her to her Miami residence and made plans to head to Canada, where she's filming a new movie with Richard Gere. <laughs> All right. Maybe they'll hook up. Woo. I wonder if they're going to be doing ass, ass in that movie, you think? Huh? Maybe Jennifer Connelly's going to be getting a little, getting her licks. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line, 1213 at QM. I'm a little bit nervous about some of the copy that I got because I think our sales department is just uh, thrown in the towel. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's new. Yeah. No, like like that dial mattress thing. You know, fat boy, you know, i got another spot coming up later this hour. It'd be nice if you do something. Get off your big, fat ass. Get your walker and hobble in there and give George something to fax to me, okay? So we got the fax. That's all we want, like Jack Webb. Just a fax, you fat ass. You turd. God. You know, when the time comes to have your carpets clean and looking brand new, there's only one name should pop immediately into your mind. That's Rock Concepts. They're the best in the universe. I've used them in my house for over 20 years, and they always do a spectacular, unbelievable job. And the reason that they do so good of a job is because they have that exclusive patented method. They dry clean your carpets. It sucks out the deepest dirt in the fibers of your carpets, makes them look brand new, stay cleaner longer, and last longer, too. And now Dry Concepts offers you a chance to save 15% on your next carpet cleaning now that summer is winding down to a close. Just call Dry Concepts toll-free at 1-800-248-5071. Ask to be put on their standby list. Then Dry Concepts will call you the next time they've got an opening in their schedule. Like when you fly standby, same deal. If you're available when they have an opening, they'll knock 15% off the price. So call Dry Concepts today for a stupendous, unbeatable job. Don't forget they give you a written, guaranteed price before they start the work. And ask to be put on their standby list. They might even have an opening for you the day you call. So you're sick and tired of having your carpets look and smell bad? Here's the deal. Call Dry Concepts today. You can get 15% off the price of the job. Call 1-800-248-5071. 1-800-248-5071. Or check them on that wicked World Wide Web if you like it. DryConcepts.com. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Did you see our ratings for the last book? Yeah, I know whose fault that is. Sure, couldn't possibly be us. Watch your back, back, or you won't wait for mo, no, mo, no, 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 no. Watch your back, back, or you won't wait for mo, no, no, I got enough, I gotta think about on top of getting raped, and then I don't need a rating that's a minus eight. Don't care what you do, long as it's understood, you gotta wake a little harder on the guest you book. Or else you got to go. There's a lot of fat producers, you know. That's right. Watch your back, Zach. Or you won't wait for mo, no, mo, no, mo, no, mo, no, mo. Watch your back, Zach. Or you won't wait for mo, no, mo. Oh, brother, all that blubber I don't understand. Now you can eat from a trough while using both hands. You big fat punch, you made a rating full. You just like Clinton, it's all your fault. Better straighten your fat ass out. Or we'll take the food out of your mouth. That's right, punch your back, Jack. Or you won't wait for more, no more, no more, no more, no more. Punch your back, Jack. Or you won't wait for more, no more. 
listen what we say. Hold your back, Zach. Hold your mom. What's the mo, no, mo, no, mo, no, mo, no, mo. Watch your back, Zach. Hold your mom. What's the mo, no, mo. You know who I am? Get lucky you got a job here. So Zach got lucky in Vegas, uh, reports Scott Farrell. actually got laid in Vegas. I can't envision it. I can't imagine it. I can't uh, believe it. Do you believe it? No. With something human? This happened a couple of times, and I would just like to be in a room and having a whole bunch of guys in the back while I masturbate for them. They start jacking off, just waiting in line dying to fuck me. Well, like I said, dump-worthy? Sometimes, well, if I would have just, uh, like a half a second sooner, you would have been okay. <laughs> and that's bad, because now we lost the uh, seven seconds before that. Ah, oh, Christ, we were really on a roller. Well, we got to get this down to a science, you know? Yeah. Got to watch how fast you stick your finger and where you put it. 21 past noon at QAM. Here's one uh, fact says, used to be cool, Robert Wagner and George Hamilton. Well, used to be cool, and a uh, long time ago. No, and, uh, a long time ago, they right. both were considered cool, but that's about 100 years ago. And I'm very pleased. Look at that. My choice was Jack Nicholson. Look who's in first place, Mr. Smarty Pants. Very good. Who's the coolest of them all? Jack Nicholson, 12. Bill Clinton's got five. Hugh Hefner, five. George Carlin, four. Johnny Depp is four. Robert De Niro, four. It's just that we're just getting this thing going now. And I like that suggestion by Bill about tomorrow, who's the biggest nerd. 47 votes so far. Because I already uh, started writing out that poll. He put right. Rick Riley on his, as his choice. Guess who my choice is? I give up. Adam Sandler. Oh, I despise, oh. I detest, I'm revolted by, I'm nauseated by. If I ever saw him again, it would be way much too soon. Adam Sandler and the assholes who like Adam Sandler, they make me even uh, more, uh, more nauseous. How hard can I agree with you? Oh, my God. Is he just a uh, nerd is the word. To. Yeah. The nerd's the word. And annoying. Right. Talk about ran his course a long time ago. Idiotic. Oh, He's a one-act, uh, one-trick mm, yeah, pony, man. that's it. That was all. Although I did like Bob Barker. And he doesn't write his own uh, comedy songs. Here's Davey. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good, sir. Good. Um, yeah, I just wanted to thank you for kind of confirming that suspicion for me. Uh, for years, I've always felt that, you know, you just sort of chuck the, chuck the Bible and the Torah and everything and just really go to Godfather 1 and 2 for all the answers you need in life. And I just found this out, and, and, and you know, I just wanted to thank you for confirming that for me. Okay. Because it, it, just think about it. Have you ever had an issue that comes up in your life that, that hasn't already happened to the Corleone family? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Good point. Good point. I mean, it, 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 and as far as your poll, uh, I'm going to go with uh, George Clooney. George Clooney is cool? I think he's pretty cool. God, you were doing so well until you got the uh, ass. Oh, I'm sorry. I met ask Rosemary Clooney. <laughs> okay, she's she's cooler. She's cooled off a little bit. Wow. I don't care how many Dago, Guinea, what greaseball goombas come out of the woodwork. We're still not putting George Clooney on there, okay? Wow. Well, he was doing good, like I said. Quote while you were ahead. 22,360 for abandoned pet rescue so far in our Best of Neil merchandise and our 2002-2003 CDs and our Mo Howard David keychains and all the other good stuff we got. You can order them right online on neilrogers.com. Next van hit will be this Wednesday. We'll tell you tomorrow where it's going to be. 22360 By the end of this week, we're going to have twenty-five grand, or I'm going to want to know why, which by the end of this week will be just a little over a month that we actually got started because we started late in August. As usual, we always have, like, you know, a few uh, defugalties. It was 9-11's fault this time. 
Is that what it was? All the Chinese. So anyway, by the end of this week, uh, 25 grand, and uh, we'll be well on our way because I want to get 100 grand for a band pet rescue this year. There's no excuses, man. There is absolutely no excuse. Get with it. Cut the crap. This story is just uh, shocking for those of you who spend half the day on your mobile phone, which I don't. Maybe that's why I'm still alive. Mobiles make you senile. This is from the Brit Independent newspaper. Mobile phones and their new wireless technology could cause a whole generation of today's teenagers to go senile in the prime of their lives, new research suggests. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's funny. What? Do you think Mo was, uh, of course, he's old enough. He don't need no cell phone. No, he don't need help. The study, which warns specifically against the intense use of mobile phones by youngsters, comes as research on their health effects is being scaled down due to industry pressure. It's likely to galvanize concern about the almost universal exposure to microwaves in Western countries by revealing a new way in which they may seriously damage health. Professor Leif Salford, who headed the research at Sweden's prestigious Lund University, says the voluntary exposure of the brain to microwaves from handheld mobile phones is the, phones is the largest human biological experiment ever, and he's concerned that as new wireless technology spreads, people may drown in a sea of microwaves. How do you like that? I don't. What? What is this? What? Compare the factual aspects of this article with factual statement. The publication... Uh, oh, it's long and convoluted. It's long and complicated. Wait Why did you fax this to me? Huh? Because it's got some interesting things in there. Okay, well, I'll put it at the bottom of my very interesting but for later on pile. The study, financed by the Swedish Council for Work-Life Research and published by the U.S. government's National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences, breaks new ground by looking at how levels of microwaves cause proteins to leak across the blood-brain barrier. They're leaking. Previous concerns about mobile phones have concentrated on the possibility that the devices may heat the brain or cause cancer, but the heating is thought to be too minor to have an effect, and hundreds of cancer studies have been inconclusive. Mays Swisscore, the scientific advisor to Motorola, told New Scientist magazine that governments and industries should stop wasting money by looking for health damage. But Professor Salford and his team have spent 15 years investigating a different threat. Their previous studies proved radiation could open the blood-brain barrier, allowing a protein called albumin to pass into the brain. Isn't that like an egg's albumin? Don't know. Yes. Their latest work goes a step further by showing that the process is linked to serious brain damage. Professor Salford said the long-term effects weren't proven, that it was possible the neurons would repair themselves in time, but he said neurons that would normally not become senile until people reach their 60s may now do so that when they were like, uh, About 30, man. in their 30s. How do you like that? Wow. So if you're on that cell phone, how can a Chinik baby, uh, eh? cut it back? Eh? Just like your foreskin. Trim it back a little bit. Live and local. This is 560. The radio's all yours. Viagra, it'll make you feel all right. 1231 hey, at 560. I beg your pardon? I didn't say anything. Sounded to me like you said, oh, that was at the end of the bed. It was like, like that. Maybe it was more like, squirt, squirt. Like that. Speaking of that, priest who molested boy accused a new case. I can't believe that you're faxing me all of this crap again. Yeah. Pensacola. An allegation of molesting a second boy has been leveled at a Roman Catholic priest who resigned last month after admitting the first allegation. 
Monsignor Richard Bowles, 74, was a priest at the Diocese of St. Augustine when the alleged instances of sexual misconduct took place 32 and 34 years ago. He resigned last month as pastor of St. Mike's Church in Pensacola. He's been unavailable for comment. St. Mike's. Monsignor Michael Mooney, spokesman for the diocese, disclosed the second allegation late last week. We want to get the information out that in case there's anyone else, said Mooney, who previously had indicated the first allegation was an isolated case. Whoever faxed this to us, underline that, an isolated case. <laughs> Bowles in August admitted he molested a boy in 1969, eight years after his ordination. The second allegation, that Bowles molested another boy during an out-of-state trip in 1971, was reported last week, Mooney said. Mooney declined to comment on the details of the allegations. Withdraw from the recall election. Here's another one. Los Angeles, retired priest faces molestation charges. Months after a U.S. Supreme Court ruling voided 42 sex abuse allegations against him, a retired Roman Catholic priest faces new charges of molesting a boy during a five-year period in the 90s. The Reverend Michael Wempe, 63, has been charged with five counts of child sex abuse. Wempe appeared Thursday in Superior Court, didn't enter a plea. His arraignment was postponed until tomorrow because one of his lawyers was unable to attend the hearing. Outside court, attorney Donald Steyer said Wempe vigorously denies these allegations and will plead innocent. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Court Commissioner Jeffrey Harkavy said Wimpy's bail at 800 grand ordered him to avoid contact with the alleged victim. Wimpy, who was diabetic, was being held in a hospital unit at the downtown jail in L.A., his lawyer said. And it goes on. They all go on. Yeah, there's uh, no end to them. The beat goes on. The beat goes on. Squirt, squirt. Go see the Magdalene sisters. You said it was uh, not that great. You said it was okay. It was okay, but it's important. It's like Godfather 3. Oh, yeah. But way better than that. Here's a fact that says, before we get to our next uh, Catholic priest story, I don't think you're a fan, it says, but Donald Trump should definitely be on your list. I'm not a fan, but do, do I have to be a fan of these uh, people to put them on the list? Even though I did get the right one, Jack Nicholson, obviously, who's got uh, 27 votes, Johnny Depp, 15. We got the top two, you and you and me. Vous et moi. What about Donald Trump? I think he should be on there. And I'm not a fan. He makes my... Blood curdle. I can't stand it, but he certainly ought to be on it. A lot of people think he's cool. He's got a lot of money. He's got a lot of uh, chicks on his arm. He's got a lot of bugs up his ass. He's a brilliant example. There's a whole bunch of reasons here. Paid off his ex-wife well. Goes out with incredibly hot models. Builds the greatest residential luxury buildings in the U.S. Builds spectacular. Well, if building big casinos and hotels is getting laid a lot, how about Steve Wynn? Right. And if going out with hot models when you're rich makes you cool, then, boy, we got a long list to build. How about Howard Hughes? Do you know that Howard Hughes had syphilis? No. Yeah. Really? That was one of the reasons that he became a recluse. Crazy. He was starting to become like, like that, and that was why he was so reclusive. I saw that in a biography over the weekend. Howard Hughes. I had Hughes. no idea. He had syphilis. Too much of that comedy with them young girls, you know? Yeah, I know. Like Santino. Uh, never stole a freight train. Treats people around him very well. It says, I met him, was very surprised. Just needs to work on a hair, it says. So Donald Trump is on the list now, okay? The coolest of them all. When you think of the word cool, as in cool as a frog's fart, who's the coolest of them all? Jack Nicholson, 27. Johnny Depp, 15. Bill Clinton, 11. Clint Eastwood, 11. Hugh Hefner, 9. George Carlin, 8. Christopher Walken, 6. Robert De Niro, 5. Neil Rogers, 4. <laughs> Thanks for the comedy. Snoop Doggy Dog, 3. George Rodriguez, 2. I'm twice as cool as you are. I know. David Beckham, two. Michael Moore, two. One for Steve Tyler. Oh, only one? One for Scott Farrell. Now, see, I thought Farrell would get a lot of votes. He's still too new. Well, what does that mean? 
Oh, he's up to three now. Just as I said that, he popped up. Michael Moore, too. David Beckham's got a peer. He's hiding him under those roster locks. Steve Tyler, one. Joe Perry, one. John Waters don't have any, and Dennis Hopper has none out of 117. None for John Waters. How about Muddy Waters? All right. Huh? What about him? Dublin, Ireland. Ireland's Prime Minister and his embattled education chief vowed there last week to salvage an investigation into a child abuse at Catholic church-run institutions, but opposition leaders accused the government of sabotaging the probe. Victims groups said they feared the three-year probe would be abandoned after the surprise resignation of Mary Lafoy, a respected judge appointed in 99, to head the investigation into physical and sexual abuse at church-run schools, workhouses, and orphanages since the 1940s. I bet that has something to do with the Magdalene sisters as well. <laughs> right? I would assume. Well, wasn't that an Irish thing? Yes, it was. The groups blamed Prime Minister Bertie Ahern's government for Lafoy's decision to step down. But following a cabinet meeting, Ahern and Education Minister Noel Dempsey promised to appoint a replacement for Lafoy to carry on the commission's work by gathering testimony from victims and investigating alleged abusers. But again, they're just alleged incidents. Isolated. <laughs> you do understand that. Right. What's wrong if the altar boy walks up to the, you know, the priest and the priest says, I want to give you a kiss. What's wrong with that? All depending on where he kisses him, right? The rectory. He kisses him in the rectum. Rectum. Re. Well, I wish I wish somebody would. Have, well, we did have the one fax from somebody saw the concert, and of course it's at that awful place. That's what makes it bad. At the Sound Advice Amphitheater of West Palm Beach. What did that used to be called when the I went Mars there? The Mars Musical Amphitheater. The uh, Coral Sky. Yeah, that was it. Was the Coral Sky? You know, it's, it's a it's a cow pie field is all it is. <laughs> Not anymore since they ripped all the sod up. Now it's a mud field. It's a, it's a mud pie field. Greatest song ever, ever sung. Get the right ones out and let the wrong ones in. Is there any doubt? No. Had an angel of mercy to see me through all my sins. There were times in my life. See, there's no doubt that the greatest song of all time was sung by Aerosmith. We just don't know which one it is yet. Okay, that's enough. Calm down, Steve. I think he's about 85 now, Steve Taylor. Still looks pretty good for 85 and all them drugs. Right. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line as we add to our list of who's cool. Not, not that big of a list considering we open it up to like the whole world, living people, anybody and everybody. Not that big of a list. There just aren't that many cool cats around no more. You know who would have been on there? Who? Sammy Davis Jr. Yes, you, you read my mind, you psychic How do you like bastard. that? Because I said cool cats. Right, cool yeah. Cat. You think of cool yeah, cats, baby. Sammy Davis Jr. I'm talking out the side of my mouth. He was cool, man. He was about as cool as it gets. With that one glass eye. Right. And, and Ed, you know something? He, there's Burns, another too. one. Yeah. I'm not going to put him on there because he won't get any votes. Peter Falk is pretty cool. Right. Huh? Sure. With a glass eye? Uh-huh. Maybe that's a pull for you to take one day. I'm not gonna. Who's your favorite you. glass eye Who's the wearing? Favorite celebrity with a glass eye. You got Sandy Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Right. Well, Funny till. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be doing that tomorrow. Yeah. Who's your favorite comedian with a glass? <laughs> See, I got the glass in it. The old glass in the ass. 
Hey, speaking of that, you know, one of these days this copy that Troy uh, sent me is going to be uh, correct. Summer isn't quite over, and they're still doing some barbecues, and kids are, uh, well, kids are back in school. During the summer months when you were having all them barbecues and picking out, you probably gained some weight. If you'd like to lose weight for that reason or maybe an accumulation over many, many years like the rest of us, here's the answer for you. Balance for life. A lot of people out there getting phenomenal results. The Beast was doing real great, but we kind of like, uh, we Schmidt canned him. Forget about him. Oh, he weighed in. And? Five pounds down. 252. <laughs> okay. In other words, he still uh, talked his way into the food. Boy, Troy over there at Balance for Life is real easy. He's still getting fed for free. It won't be free for you, but it's worth whatever you have to pay because this will help you lose the weight you've been desperate to lose all those years. There's no cooking, no shopping, no cleaning, no calorie counting, no carb counting. There's just the little black sack. And it's right at your door. They deliver it right to you by 6 in the a.m. at your work, at your home, wherever you hang it out. And inside your black sack, that's the key to losing the weight. Three delicious fresh meals, all good stuff. And two delicious snacks. They're right in there. And you pick between, you fill out the menu once a week, pick between two alternatives for every meal and snack when you're on the program. And they, like I said, deliver it right to you. Everything is prepared fresh. Nothing frozen. Nothing artificial. No chemicals. No preservatives. No crap. So it's the delicious, the intelligent way to lose the weight. And it works because it's based on his own diet by Dr. Barry Sears and his cousin uh, Brian Sears. And it works like crazy. So let Balance for Life help you lose that weight. Squid being lethargic, out of shape, diabetic, or on the verge. Call Balance for Life today at 954 954- Five six eight thirty two twenty nine nine five four five six eight thirty two twenty nine. You'll start seeing results on that scale within just a matter of days. Check them on the World Wide Web if you like it. Balanceforlife.com. We're Sports Radio five sixty QAM. Old boring sing along tapes. Well, have we got something for you? It's fun. It's silly. It's straight from the hood. It's Snoop Doggy Dogs Kitty Songs. Yo, Snoop Dogs in the nursery. Snoop will help you learn your ABCs with his song, the ABC Song. Yo, A to the B to the C D E F G, then an A, then an I, and a mother in J. He'll sing songs about games you can play. Ring around that rosy. A pocket full of posy for my peeps, West Side. And you can fall asleep with Snoop's lullabies. Rock. Goodbye, baby, on that motherfucking street shop. When that wind don't blow, that cradle will rock. And if you call now, you'll get a bonus. Snoop Dogg story time. Here's Snoop Dogg tell you the classic children's stories. So, Snow White was a toe, you know. Seven little brothers, one big, you know, she's shaking that around, saying, Yo, Grumpy, why don't you come over here and hug me? So, call now and order Snoop Doggy Dogg's Kitty Songs. Call 1 800 Doggy Songs. Yo. This is the album that puts the mother back in Mother Goose. Oh, yeah. Order now. 1246 at 560 WQAM. Somebody suggests David Bowie, and I say, no. Why is that? Why is what? Why are you zapping Bowie? What's cool about David Bowie? What's not? This looks like your handwriting. No. No, I'm just... You want to put David Bowie sure, on Sure, sure. Why? Why not? He's okay. a cool guy. He's an innovator. Okay. Nice in interviews. How about Marilyn Manson? Okay. Come on. Get out of here. All right. Have, every every performer, nice every boy. rock star, every performer no. is going to be on it pretty soon. How about Neil Diamond? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love this article by Jimmy Breslin. It's on our website today. I'm going to read it. Good. Whether you like it or not. Well, you'll like it. 
Fascism in the name of security, writes Jimmy Breslin in yesterday's Newsday. To the Justice Department of John Ashcroft, John McNichol is a lifelong criminal. He also is a Catholic, and I almost never waste my time pointing this out, but in matters with John Ashcroft, I believe that his psalm-singing right-wing country road religion leaves him somewhat suspicious of Catholics, if not more. The Irish Americans who come up dumb again cheer Ashcroft. He harms their kind, and they like him. The Irish even think the FBI is great. The Justice Department people hold a hammer for Irish immigrants. Work and paying taxes doesn't count. Irish in Texas and Florida report detaining and deporting. The immigration people deny this, which means it's true. John McNichol, 51, lived with his wife Frances and three children in peace since 1984 in Upper Darby, PA. He's applied for citizenship and has gone to the immigration office every three months to renew a work permit. His wife is a naturalized citizen and his children are citizens. The immigration people read British reports that McNichol in Northern Ireland in 1972 had been involved in shooting a policeman. Someone else was convicted, but the British said he must have been guilty. Any young man in those northern Irish towns who wasn't except arrested by the British or Protestant police isn't worth talking about. The British threw him into the Mays prison. Don't worry about McNichol. He busted out of the place and got to Philadelphia. As he was not guilty in Northern Ireland, he wrote on a visa application that he had never been arrested. Immigration people here say he lied. Since 1995, they have believed cheap British memos about McNichol shooting cops. They were held off in the law courts for seven years, but when this Ashcroft came in, it became ominous. An immigrant is like a parked car. He doesn't have to move to be in violation. A car can sit there and get tickets for a tag placed wrong, a faulty rear light, a front light, a mirror, anything. An immigrant can fill out papers, answer questions for long hours, work hard for years, show tax receipts, display papers of the three citizens in his family, and there are still a hundred reasons in print for them to throw you out of the country. And if you get a Catholic from Ireland and an Ashcroft singing a psalm, the guy gets thrown out. They took Bernadette Devlin out of line in Chicago where she was changing planes to go to New York for a public speaking appearance and sent her home. They said at 5'1 and in her 50s, she was a threat to America. Then the other day, a band from Donegal was at the Dublin airport for a flight to New York to play a benefit in the Bronx for an old neighbor, Mickey Duffy, fighting cancer. Suddenly, American immigration officers appeared and told them they were barred from entering the U.S. The reason was a cheap technicality that only an Ashcroft agency could raise against Irish Catholics. The band went home. The patient's bills over here still mount. And in the middle of July at 5.30 a.m., McNichol left his house as he always did for his union job as a sprinkler fitter. He gets outside his house. He's jumped by four men in plain clothes who come out of a car. He begins to holler. Inside his house, his oldest son, Sean, 18, wakes up to the shouts. I thought he was in pain, he said. He ran out of the street in time to see the car driving away with his father in the back. McNichol was allowed to call his wife at 6.30 a.m. He was in a York PA detention center. He was allowed to see her for half an hour. I got talking to him, she was saying on Friday night. They had him in chains. Here's a man who worked for eight years and used his own name and lived in the same place with his family. He worked every hour they gave him, and they have him in chains. When she left, they took McNichol out of the place, deported him to Ireland without telling her. She was left with no income. She goes down a couple blocks to Patty Rooney's pub and cooks lunch each day, and Friday dinners to late. Of course, it isn't enough. I don't know what to do, she was saying on Friday. I'm fixing the house up with some union friends of my new husband, uh, of my husband. We have a new roof and a new bathroom, a new driveway. That should help the price if we have to sell. When she sells, she goes to Bleak Donegal to put her family back together again. The two youngest children are there with the father. He gets them to school and looks for a job. They don't have a person getting his union wages if you took all of Donegal and shook it upside down. That this American government of bigots from the low IQ state can run over our Bill of Rights, grabbing somebody with no warning in the dark hours, is a terrorist act by psalm singers. The only way to defend yourself is to vote them out. Those who don't are fans of fascism. What a great column by Jimmy Breslin in yesterday's wow. Newsday. Let me read the last paragraph again. That this American government of bigots from the low IQ states 
can run over our Bill of Rights. Grabbing somebody with no warning in the dark hours is a terrorist act by psalm singers. The only way to defend yourself is to vote them out. Those who don't are fans of fascism. Absolutely correct, sir. Nice going, Jimmy. How do you like that? I like it. Me too. Even Scott likes it. And Scott, that? don't know, has asked for my elbow. Well, he's a Irish uh, IRA. Oh, there you go. That's anyway. why he's worried. I think he's going to get deported this week. Yeah. He asked me. The Ashcroft people will be there to deport his ass. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. Hey, uh, I got two names for you. One for today's list. One for tomorrow. Today, uh, I want to nominate James Kahn, and for tomorrow, Carrot Top. Oh, okay, excellent. Sweet. Good choices. Thanks, Neil. Thanks, Pally. Have a great day. Carrot Top. Oh, and so guess what? Oh, I what? hope I didn't Schmidt can it. No, I didn't. The uh, new movie with Jack Nicholson and Adam Sandler, Anger Management. Okay. They were showing a previews for that on the Playboy channel here, my new favorite channel. And what an irony that uh, Jack Nicholson is on there, who's the winner, going to be probably the winner of today's poll, and Adam Sandler, who's definitely going to be heading up tomorrow's nerd poll, are both in that movie together. What did Jack Nicholson ever do to deserve that, huh? Contractual obligation. Probably somebody who hated the Lakers, put, forced him to be in that movie with Adam Sandler. Jack Nicholson has 36 votes. He's the coolest of them all. Johnny Depp's got 22. Clint Eastwood, 21. Hugh Hefner, 18. Bill Clinton, 14. George Carlin, 11. I undersold old George. You know, he's doing well. Mm -hmm. Christopher Walken, 10. Bobby De Niro, 8. Neil Rogers, 7. Scott Farrell's got 6. Steve Tyler, 4. Snoop Doggy Dog got 4. Michael Moore's got 3. George has got 3. Let's see. I got 7. You got 3. Dennis Hopper appeared. David Beckham, who's got more. He's got money up the ass, man. David Beckham with two. Joe Perry won and John Waters won. Out of the first 178 vote. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hold. I beg your pardon? We're on hold. Hold, hold yeah. music? Hold this. Let's try Tamarack. Hello. Yes, sir. What about Paul Newman? No. No? Old and craggy and, I mean, maybe still, maybe 30 years ago. Cool. Huh? He's still cool. No. No? I got something else for you. I know you He's about as cool as a, as a rhinoceros fart. What is it? <laughs> I know you watch the Independent Film Channel a lot. Yes, I do. I love it. Have you seen Dead Live? I don't think so. This is the most disgusting, vilest thing I've ever seen. Next time it's on. What, what's it, it about? Uh, basically, a guy goes to a zoo and his mother gets bit by a an animal that's computer generated. Obviously, the mother turns into a zombie. The whole half a town turns into a zombie. Oh, I've right. never seen such. It's the grossest, most disgusting. It's comedy. Art comedy. Okay. You gotta check this out. Oh, you saw it, George? Yeah, it's cute. You no, know, up there on. Top ten of disgusting, isn't it? No, it's campy. Campy. Gotta check it out, Neil. Okay, I'll Special effects with Play-Doh Play and ketchup. How about Dead Virgin? It comes from you and I mean, it radiates yeah. out that way. Mm -hmm. But when you're to the camera, it goes to the camera. Mm -hmm. It's pinpoint, so it's, it's tapered. The closer we are, the less you need to do. I always ask what the shot is, so I know how... Movie Virgins, that's uh, like some kind of an interview thing on IFC right now? IFC is great. They have uh, really, it is, it including is great. Requiem for a Dream, which some of you still haven't seen yet. 
And the people who didn't like that, again, you know, it's like the Aerosmith thing. You know, your taste sucks. How anybody could not love a Requiem for a Dream, just be, including uh, your buddy Miguel there. Too, uh, too many uh, trips back on a banana boat. That's Miguel's problem in his, in his dreams. He was never even on a banana boat, but, but his mind is trapped on a banana boat. That's Miguel's problem. How else could you not love that movie? I, I guess he just couldn't relate to any of the characters. Oh, yeah, drugs. Right. I see. Not him. He's clean. Drugs and a lot of sex. Old people. Mm-hmm. Old Jewish people. Old Cuban people playing dominoes. Oy! Right. Very similar phenomenon. Just change the language. Right, exactly. Just change the uh, Bubba Mices in the language. Mm -hmm. And the nose. Change the hanging on the door. Here's Margate. Hello. Yeah, I got two suggestions for you, Neil. Yes, sir. I got uh, Kid Rock and Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon belongs on there, no question about it. Kid Rock, yeah, I don't think so. Do you? No, he uh, slept with that pus-dripping skank. Who's that? Pamela Skankly. Oh, your favorite, Pamela Lee. Hepatitis uh, C, I'm infected yeah. and uh, have big, bad-looking silicone boobs and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, that nasty worm-tainted meat. I think one of them is hanging down to her knee is what I'm hearing. The one on the left side took a turn for the worst. Five, six, seven. Plus, doesn't she have, like, uh, syphilis and hepatitis, uh, hepatitis C, A, yeah. B, C, and D and X, Y, Z? Nasty, and... infected whore. Oh, my God. She's just a pus-filled, oozing, a walking uh, disease basket. Yeah. Leaving marks. Leaving trails. What's in that basket? Yeah. Down there has the exact same weather all week. What? Check this out. Panama City will have highs in the 80s all week with thunderstorms continuing. So the it's Olga Rowe. She, uh, she'd be naked from the, uh, well, nice. she's still got the bra and she has, oh, she's taking it off right now. A little bit warmer with highs <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> sounds like our local forecast. And I was just talking about the banana boat. Mm -hmm. The capital of El Salvador. Because it's just like everywhere else down there. Different cultures. Oh, too bad those aren't real. Central America's larger, northernmore neighbor, Mexico, is soaking up all the sun's rays as Cabos and Lucas reaches 91. Back in the States, the sun will finally shine over the central plains this week as the rain goes down somewhere else. It will be dry and in the mid-70s in Kansas City, Oklahoma. Kansas City, that's one of my favorites. 1257 at 560 WQM. All the Playboy Channel audio all the time. That's what I say. Lots more. Just be quick on that finger like that one other time. It was my, my bad though. I should have, shouldn't have pushed my luck. That's all right. Because we had such a great segment there and then when in doubt we had to bleep it out. Hey, let me tell you this. Fat Boy is still a turd. He didn't come in there with new copy for my friends at Dollar Mattress? No. Jeff High sucks, okay? You suck, Jeff. We hate you like poison, okay? We wish that it could have been you instead of Don Cox. Hiya, Pally! You make us feel nauseous. You make us want to lose our appetite just for life. Anyway, if your current mattress is headed lumpy and bumpy and just uh, falling off the edge every time you try to do a little hanky-panky, if you're not getting a good night's sleep, if your back feels the worst when you get up in the morning, time to Schmidt Cannon gets you a great new mattress. What I always do is call the experts at Dollar Mattress. It's the only smart, the intelligent way. It's the easiest piece of shopping you'll ever do in your life, because all you have to do is make one easy phone call to 1-800-MATTRESS. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. You'll be talking to the experts in the betting industry who know their crap inside and out. they got all the top names, Serta and Sealy and uh, Simmons, whatever you like, they got it for you. And exactly the one you want is in stock at an unbeatable, everyday low price, no bait and swish. So call that toll-free number, and then again, you just sit on your ass. You don't have to leave the house, because they deliver for you whenever it's convenient. You pick a two-hour window, like between one and three, two and four, whatever you like, seven days a week from eight in the morning till ten at night, and you'll be sleeping like a baby the very first night. 
With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's easy to see why our good friends at Dow Mattress are ranked the best in the universe in customer satisfaction. Call toll-free right now, 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. You'll save a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of grief with this one easy piece of shopping. You can also do it on the web if you like at mattress.com. For Dollar Mattress, the easy, the smart way to get you a great night's sleep for months and years to come. This is Sports Radio 560, QAM. Oh, this is Arnold. This is not a tumor. It's the one to two hour. Governor of what? Florida. All right. Big improvement. I'll take it. Several steps up. Jack Nicholson, 47. Who's the coolest of them all? What did I tell you? I got my thumb on it. Johnny Depp, 27. I'd like to have my thumb on him still. He's 40, by the way, and still looks pretty good. Clint Eastwood, 23. Hugh Hefner, 22. Bill Clinton, 19. George Carlin, 16. Christopher Walken's got 15. Yeah. Robert De Niro, 11. Scott Farrell's got nine. I got eight. Oh, Scott just uh, just edged ahead. Snoop Doggy Dog six. George Rodriguez only four. Only four people think you're cool. Yeah, but I'm allowed to go to strip clubs. Steve Tyler four. To swing clubs? That too. David Beckham three. Even with that roster here, Michael Moore's got three. Dennis Hopper three. It's in the hopper. Joe Perry's got a pair, and John Waters only has one out of 223 votes. They don't even know who the hell that is. Pink Flamingos is pretty good. Yeah, it was. Weird. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on it. It was no um, what tells that awful movie with the toilet scene? Train spotting. Train oh train spotting oh. <coughs> I spotted my underwears when I was trying to watch that. But look on the bright side. Yeah. It got worse. What do you mean it got worse? Later on in the movie, it gets worse. I I, I don't want to see the rest of it. I won't watch it. I won't watch it. It's sitting in the other room right now, my living room. It's just sitting there, like off to the side, like in the unclean pile. <laughs> Here's a call from Coral Springs. Hello. Neil, what's up? Yes, sir. The coolest guy in the world, Dr. Shapiro, man. There <laughs> now, and forever. Yeah, especially on this station. Oh, I got one. If Vince McMahon should be on here, what about Jesse Ventura? Absolutely. We have his action figure. Absolutely. I mean, probably not as many votes as he would have gotten a couple of years ago, because he's, yeah, he kind of sold out. But nevertheless, Jesse Ventura gets some votes. 
Here's a fax from Elliot who says, if you get a chance, check out the new issue of Cigar Aficionado with Francis Ford Coppola on the cover. Yeah, he's always he's always got a big fat one in his puss. And a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber leaf suit. Inside is a fascinating story on the making of The Godfather, including some great pictures from the set. I think you'll enjoy it. Cigar Aficionado, I guess I'll have to go to like one of the 8,000 8, bookstores, uh, newsstands. They're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Or like South, huh? Or not. What do you mean by that? He said you'll have to go do that or or not. What have I ever done to make you treat me so disrespectful? Exactly. I'm just trying to be nice to suggest to Elliot that I'm going to go out. And you, you know I'm not going to go get it. I know. That's why there's I said that. Chan, there's not a Chinaman's <laughs> chance in hell I'm going to do that. Cigar aficionado, I don't even smoke them anymore. They'll the tear, tear your They'll tear your guts off. I haven't smoked a big fat uh, stogie in I don't know how long. Bought a box this morning. And by the way, Ken, my good friend over there at the uh, Nationwide Auto, uh, we never got that on there, did we? Ken Halpern? No, I can't... Uh... Can't National Limo, did I call Nationwide Auto? National Limo, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, the these cigars because I don't smoke them. They kill me. I, see, I always feel bad about that because I know people feel they're trying to do something nice for you. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to be friendly. They're trying to express the fact that they uh, like the free entertainment or they're just sucking your ass or whatever. But I don't smoke cigars, so if you give them to me, it's just going to go in a Schmidt can. I don't. I really ah, don't know. Don't throw them away. Give them to me. I'm not getting any money. Might as well get cigars. Wreck them. A perfect fit. Here's Orlando, it says. Hello. Hello. How are you doing, Neil? Pretty good, sir. Outstanding. Uh, your poll? Uh, yes. Couple, uh, I had a couple guys. Uh, Robert Duvall. Okay. Uh, Sam Elliott. Do you guys remember who he is? Or? Yeah. And uh, what about Jim Brown? Jim Brown, who beats his wife and his ex-wife and anybody can get his hands on? Sure, no problem. Jim Brown. <laughs> Just uh, Robert Duvall is cool. Yeah, he's cool. Cold. He's old. Yeah. Oh, but just because you're old doesn't mean you can't be cool. I mean, George Carlin's getting a bunch of votes, and he's about 100. Right. Look at Jack Nicholson. And Jack Nicholson's older than I am, which is really old. Oh, I'm so glad that I made you look that up, because you're giving me, nah, he's not as old as you. I didn't say that at all. See, the new thing with George now is, like, nobody is old as the old man. Nobody's as old. But and then, of course, things up. thank goodness that somebody came along. Absolutely. Who's uh, old enough to be my grandpa. Isn't Hank older than you? A little bit. We looked that up that time. Yeah, he's a little bit older, but he's not nearly as old as the Mo Man. Absolutely. Which is why Hank and I aren't wearing a bag yet, and we also don't have like a muskrat on our head or a weasel. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Jack Nicholson forty nine. Johnny Depp twenty nine. That's really interesting. How they would like my choice and your choice. <coughs> okay. So we may not be very cool, George and yours truly, but at least we know it when we see it. Right. That's cool. Like we may not be very hot, but we know hot when we see it. Like if you were seeing this right now, you'd agree. It's smoking. A big fat... What were those cigars that I was smoking that would tear my tongue up? Those Denim and lights. lights. God, those were good. See, any cigar that's got, like, paper in the tobacco, yeah. it's, in, it's in, unlike what Arnold said, it's not a lie. It is a tumor, okay? It's a giant big tumor growing on your tongue and inside your mouth and all no, over you your No, you want to be all natural and smoke only leaves. Your head just turns into one gigantic chanker and then, like, 
<laughs> squeeze your head and all the pus pops out. And that's the end of you. So dynamite lights are great, but they have like paper in the end. I was I was chain smoking those things because they're not that big. Speaking of things you used to like, and they're real mild. Speaking of things I used to put in my mouth, yes. Uh, remember that uh, that soap opera you discovered down here, and Ganyada. Ooh, it's pool day today. I see. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. I can't get that here. Well, I'm getting my Playboy TV, but I have a feeling I'm missing something really good there. Oh. You heard about the hefty cinch sack? Ooh, man. With the drawstring? That show that one day that, that uh, the kid had the yeah. towel, just had the towel. <laughs> That's it. Brought back memories of uh, Que Pasa USA and my good friend he Rocky He just had Echevarria. a sock on his... I get, I get wild diarrhea when I think about Rocky Echevarria. Chalk. He's got a sock jock? Don't we? Huh? Yeah, I bet you that's not even in here. We had what? that. That's not in there. Jock what? sock. Remember that? No. You don't remember that bit? Jock sock. Jock sock. Yeah. During the break, I think I'll find it just to show you up. All right. I mean, we got jock strap gum. Mm-hmm. What the hell is that? Oh, that's a book of Ryan. That's probably oh, jock a jock uh, sock. It's a hundred years old. It's from one of the must ancient. Must have been uh, yeah, rock comedy network. Sweden on Sunday last night delivered a crushing rejection of the euro, turning its back on closer integration with Europe and dealing a savage blow to its leaders. An expected sympathy vote for Anna Lind, the foreign minister who was murdered last week, failed to materialize. That's materialized with an S because it's in the uh, British Financial Times. Goran Persson, the prime minister, said the result was clear. It would be very easy to respect. He added, there is a deep skepticism to the whole EMU project among the Swedish people. It's pronounced Persian. I beg your pardon? Persian. Is she an important Persian? Yes. Now you're speaking uh, Catalano again. Catalan. Si. And then Barcelona. With a speech defect. The referendum result was 56.1% against, 41.8% for, yada, yada, yada. Only the Stockholm region and Skane in the south of the country voted in favor of it. The decision to keep the corona effectively banishes any prospect of Tony Blair holding a euro referendum in the UK before the next general election lobbies for the single currency conceded. Yada, 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 and a partridge in a pear tree. Autumn Swedes, though, they're pretty independent. They're also pretty hot and pretty drunk. What's wrong with that? That's an excellent Nothing. combo. It's especially, yeah, it's especially the way you operate. Uh huh. Now you'd never do anything like that. Beg your pardon? Huh? George used to like to liquor up the wife and get her schlepper along to those swing clubs back before they closed all the swing clubs. I down. wasn't talking about the wife. Twelve minutes after one at five sixty. <laughs> WQM. Doreen's occupied. Okay, she's busy with Miguel. Oh. Please. Careful. Careful. She still likes you. I beg your pardon. Maybe she likes you a lot. Based on what? I don't know. Maybe, maybe she's just into that whole foreskin thing. Although Miguel is circumcised, that's why. That's why she has no respect for him. <laughs> yeah. After the she's dolphin Jewish. yesterday, she can't she go near in, that. They were in promotions and they were like congrat- congratulating each other in the dolphin box, and she said, "Give me some skin." Can't do it, honey. Can't do it. Sports, cheering for ball teams from colleges you've never been to, worshiping dysfunctional drawling men called coach. Hey, coach. Unable to form your own opinion, so you resort to calling a sport hole radio show for their take. But you need something to do in between games, don't you? When you're being forced to think. Well, take this, sport hole. Jock strap gum. Surround yourself with sports inside and out with the satisfying taste of groin juice. Jockstrap gum is individually wrapped sticks of yellow gum assorted in the flavor of your favorite athlete. 
So embrace the dumbness and enjoy the long-lasting flavor of congealed sweat. Haven't played that in a coon's age, you know. Don't have jock sock. I know it's uh, around somewhere. It's got to be rock comedy. You think? No, but yeah. it's not one of the best ofs. I just uh, I just made a quick look. I'll find it. Not, not that it's that important, but here's a, a fact from the Chronic who says, how could you possibly leave off the coolest, slickest, most confident, well-rounded person we know, the Mad Dog? All right. So get him on there, Jim Mandich. Got it? We got it. Jack Nicholson wins hands down your pants, man. Fifty-three votes. Johnny Depp, 30. Hugh Hefner, 29. Clint Eastwood, 29. Bill Clinton, 24. Uh, Christopher Walken, 19. I'll only do the double digits. Robert De Niro, 16. I got 12. And Scott Farrell's got 12. We're in a uh, fat-footed uh, tie. fat floozy tie. Me and Scott. Toddlers fed cannabis by babysitters. An Australian couple was in court Friday facing charges of supplying a prohibited substance after feeding two small girls spaghetti and marijuana sauce. All right. Sounds interesting. Maybe it was really just oregano. Does that story include the recipe? The girls were hospitalized. This is in Adelaide, Australia. This is down under. Right. The girls were hospitalized after their parents returned to the couple's house and found the children four and two drowsy. The older girl nearly comatose, the Sydney Daily Telegraph reported. Babysitting the children were Anthony John Patton, 22, and Karen Lee Ann Anderson, 33, who were granted bail in Adelaide's Elizabeth Magistrates Court on condition they have no contact with any children, including Anderson's four children, ages 9 to 15. Let's see, she's uh, 33, her children, uh, she's got four children ages 9 to 15. Kind of like a baby factory. Prosecutor Harry Schwarzel uh, said the two children had visited Patton and Anderson's home Thursday morning where the girl's father allegedly smoked cannabis with the babysitters before leaving with the girl's mother. Schwarzel said Patton told police he later served the girls a lunch of spaghetti with a pasta sauce containing cannabis. Patton claimed he simply forgot was in the sauce. Or maybe he just confused it with the oregano. What do you think? No. Sure. Same container. Same color. Exactly. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Here's a call from Lantana. Hello. Lantana. Sounds like you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, quick before my phone dies. Um, I got two. Uh, Jack Palance. <sighs> yeah. And and Charles Bronson. He's still warm. Okay. Thanks. Charles Bronson's still warm. Uh -huh. Dead people we're doing now. Jack Palance, Charles Bronson. What do you say? Wow. Well, maybe that's why we're down to a couple of calls in there. Maybe we ran out of all the cool people in the world on our list today. It's possible. I mean, these people are saying, like, Paul Newman. Come on. Once upon a time in America with noodles. Noodles with marijuana sauce. <laughs> That sounds that's kind of interesting. Hey, maybe that's why they call it marinara sauce. Got to find out what the uh, most interesting thing. Now, we're, you know, the brownies, everybody's made marijuana brownies. Sure. All the brownie hounds. But I just wonder what kind of things people sprinkle. I mean, it is, after all, a, a herb, as they say. It's just a herb. Mm-hmm. Take a puke at herb. Boobs. Wow. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. The ozone hole is bigger than it ever has been. You ready for that? Oh, I I saw that story. That hole is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Rectum. That's what Clarence said. 
I told him to stay off the beast. The Antarctic ozone hole is bigger than it ever has been at this time of the year, threatening populated regions of South America and New Zealand with harmful levels of ultraviolet radiation. Last year's hole was smaller than those recorded over the previous decade, leading to hopes that the protective ozone layer in the upper atmosphere was beginning to recover from its destruction by man-made CFC chemicals. But early observations reported Friday to the British Association Science Festival at Salford University show that the hole which appears every southern spring is returning with a vengeance. The findings suggest that reduction of CFCs will take longer than expected to benefit the ozone layer. Alan Roger who runs the British Antarctic Survey Ozone Monitoring Program, that's with two M's and an E, programming, said last year's smaller hole should be regarded as exceptional and clearly a one-off event. Huh? Those, they have a, a yeah. meaning a one-time event. I it see. was nothing to do with any reduction in ozone-depleting chemicals. The concentration of ozone-destroying chemicals at the Earth's surface has fallen since 1994, following international agreement to phase out CFCs and related compounds through the Montreal Protocol. The levels in the stratosphere lag behind the surface by several years. Dr. Rogers said they're probably near their peak. We predict that it'll be a decade or more before we can say unambiguously that the ozone hole is recovering, assuming that the decline of ozone-depleting chemicals continues, he be saying. How do you like that? The hole is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Pretty soon you'll stand up and it'll just slide right out, right on the floor. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Here's a call from Pembroke Pines. Hello. Pembroke Pines. Going once. Here's Orlando. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi. 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 Uh, suggested for the poll, too. Oh. Uh, I got Always Steve Gutenberg and Art Carney. Okay. 5670560. Oh, Pound 560. I tell you what, because, uh, you know, we're getting so many negatory ones here. Why not just open up the uh, white pages of the phone book? Sure. And read a couple of names. A. Ardvark. Yeah. Read a couple. You know, a few. Why, why do they always do this? Why do they always do it? Well, I have a theory. Which well-known person best defines the word cool? Not which couple of people. Not which handful of people. Not which 20 people down a block and up at Susie's house. Which well-known person best defines the word cool? I think I'd be saying it very queerly. Yeah. You might as well just ask only one question from now on for the poll. Name somebody. Mean? Who do you think? Name, name just, somebody. Yeah, name somebody. Just name somebody. What's the first name that pops into your mind? Ju Julie Andrews. <laughs> Suzanne Summers. Yeah, you would. Bob Marley. Ricky Martin. Randy Rhodes. Randy Laffer. Howard from Boca. He's in there, too. I'm trying to get him out. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Yeah, what do you say? Yes, sir. How's your hole? Because My he hole's a hole with a WH. I hear you. Hey, that was a cool dude. I don't know his name. That movie that was just out, Catch Me If You Can, the father of Leonardo DiCaprio. The guy who played his dad, the tap dancer guy. The tap dancer guy? Well, have you seen Catch Me If You Can? Hell no. If Leo DiCaprio Crappy was in, well, I'm not going to see that. Dad. He was in Joe Dirt. He does all those. He's a used to be a tap dancer, I guess. Gene oh, Kelly. You'll know. Fred Astaire used to be no. a tap dancer. Huh? Sam Name Davis. some other movies he was in besides uh, Leo movies. Christopher uh, Walken. Do you see Joe Dirt, George? Joker. Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt? No, no. Oh, a man. David Spade movie? Me? See a David Spade movie? Michael Corleone's a cool guy. Yeah. Okay, have a great day. 
Did he say the father of Leo in, in Catch Me If You Can? Right. That's what he said. That was uh, Christopher Walken. Right, who's already on a goddamn poll, got a whole bunch of votes, you know? How about that? Well, the guy's having problems, okay? How are we going to straighten him out? For justice, we must go to Don Corleone. Excelente. I'm on my way. I was uh, thinking the other day I'd like to go to uh, Sicilia. Yeah. To Palermo. Sure. And maybe that? maybe to Corleone. A lot of people don't realize that there actually is a, a town right. called Corleone in Sicily, Italy. Corleone. Which I bet they, they get a lot of from. tourists. You think? Walking around going, hey, is this uh, Corleone? Like, yeah, yeah, Bafangula. Yeah. Where's the, where's the family? Where are they hanging out? Where are they having lunch? Where's the uh, trattoria? And I bet they'll take you for a ride if you ask them that. Right. Right and to where the, the family you, is. The kind of ride where you don't come back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but your luggage does. Your luggage in your wallet comes back. Well, let me tell you something, my crowd, Mick friend. 126 at 560 WQMR. Always Godfather Intensive on his show. It's one of the things you can bet George's life on, and Scott, too. We're Godfather Intensive anytime, anywheres. We love it. Here's something you love, plunging in peace at VIPSportsbook.com, the best South Florida sportsbook going anywhere, and the one that's most dependable, too. you got about 7,000 sportsbooks advertising on a radio station because football season's underway, and they all want to get their hands on your wallet and what's inside and your money, too. VIPSportsbook.com, on the other hand, is dependable. They've been around a long time. They're the oldest and the largest sportsbook in the Netherlands in prestigious Holland, Amsterdam. They're right there on Dime Square. 100% legal and licensed as well. So call VIPSportsbook.com right now, 1-866-VIP-BETS, and you'll be able to plunge your guts in peace and with confidence. Sign up now. You can bet all the South Florida football and basketball teams juice-free all year long. You want to bet on the Dolphins? It's just 100 to win 100. You want to bet the Hercoons? It's 100 to win 100. So forget about the vigorish. All sign-ups get 20% cash bonus, not some funny money match play bonus either. So call them at toll-free, 1-866-VIP-BETS, or check them out online at VIPSportsbook.com. That's 1-866-VIP-BEST. Be sure to mention QM when you call for VIPSportsbook.com, where you are the VIP. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. League World Series. And if your kid's a little leaguer, make sure he has the right equipment. Hey, Johnny, what's that in your pants? A string bean? <laughs> sure, he has a bat and glove. But when he steps up to the plate and grabs himself, he needs something to grip. He needs new jock socks. Just slip a pair of jock socks in his undies and give your little leaguer that major league bulge. If he can chew like a pro and spit like a pro, make sure he can scratch his crotch like a pro with new jock socks. Now, I bet you never thought I'd find that. I never thought you'd find that. I did. Where was it? Best of Neil, 1992. Wow, that's a way back one. And you know, the amazing part of it is... When I was sitting here uh, a couple of minutes ago, I'm thinking Dirty Harry Carey. It's on the same one right. that Dirty Harry Carey is on. And guess what bit? Now, that's bit number nine on the uh, disc. Mm-hmm. Number eight is... He's back, and he's stalking a cycle. He's back. The Chicago... Dirty Harry Carey. How do you like that? That one's in here. Yeah, I know that. But I'm just, I'm just saying I knew it was on the same disc that that came from. Bizarre. I'll tell you what else is on that disc. Everyone wants to stay in shape. But which exercise video is right for you? You've tried Jazzercise and Aerobicize. Now try the workout that's as old as the Bible itself. Circumcise. Yes, it's the quick, easy way to lose inches instantly. Try it at home for 40 days and 40 nights. Money back if you don't see results immediately. The exercise tape for men only. Circumcise. And you know what else is on this? This this was a pretty good year, 1992. Yes. For, uh, what else is on here is... Oh, yeah. 
you know, the last belt is mine. It is? Yeah, the, something happened to the part, and the very last belt got screwed up, so I had to reconstruct it and insert uh, one of my own. Well, let's listen carefully for George's breath. See if you can hear the slice, the edit. <laughs> All these years, I never knew until, until now. I thought it was uh, it took a while to get the tone right too. I thought it was Bodzini all along. The tiger what was a that? Pimp. What was what? What was that bit you just played? That's the burping Godfather. What, what, oh. you, what was it? Jesus, God, are you dumb yes. or what? And deaf and blind. Yeah, I got a great article by Michael Moore. I don't have time to read it today. Maybe I will tomorrow. It is on our website. A citizen's appeal to a general in a time of war at home. And he writes to dear General Wesley Clark and all the reasons he wants him to run and why he would support him and yada, yada. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Michael Moore. He, he the best. Jimmy Breslin, how'd you like that column? Huh? Let me. I want to read that last paragraph That again. was a great paragraph. That this American government of bigots from the low IQ states can run over our Bill of Rights, grabbing somebody with no warning in the dark hours, is a terrorist act by psalm singers. The only way to defend yourself is to vote them out. Those who don't are fans of fascism. How do you like that? Nice going, Jimmy Breslin. You understand the Gestapo keeps track of everyone. Yeah, they'll be knocking on your door, Jimmy. Watch out. Excellent. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's Deerfield Beach. Hello. Deerfield. Hi, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Uncle Neil, I'd like to add one of your, a name to your folder. How about Andrew uh, Dice? Andrew Dice Clay, a little bit late. When you say George, a little bit late, like about 20 years too late? A little bit. But 10, anyway. He's old news, man. He's old, old mashed taters. 5670560, how's that coming? Jack Nicholson, I think, wins hands down my pants. Who's the coolest of them all? Jack's got 55. Clint Eastwood, 34. Johnny Depp, 34. Hugh Hefner, 31. Bill Clinton, 26. Uh, Christopher Walken, 21. I got 18. I got 18 big ones, baby. All right. George Carlin, 17. Robert uh, De Niro, 17. Scott Farrell's got 12. Oh, man, I, I passed him like he was standing still. Snoop Doggy Dog, 10. Michael Moore, 6. George Rodriguez, 5. You're right on Michael Moore's ass. Steve Tyler, 5. <laughs> David Beckham, the uh, soccer dude, has got 4. Dennis Hopper, 4. John Waters, 3. And Joe Peary's got 3 out of 305 votes. Not too shabby. I got 18, man. I'm as cool as a uh, hippopotamus fart. Josh faxes and said, regarding what things you can put Marijuana in, well, I tell you, it's dark here today. It is uh, so unusual. It's depressing. Hmm. Deliciously different marijuana. Deliciously different marijuana. Josh says marijuana is fat and alcohol soluble, meaning that the active ingredient in marijuana, THC, will dissolve in fat and alcohol. Yes, putting beer in your bong actually makes you less high. It stinks, too. Ooh. Beer in your bong. Yeah. To that end, you can simmer marijuana in butter for about 15 minutes. Strain the marijuana out of the butter and throw it out. Place the now green butter back in the fridge to harden back up. Every time you have a recipe calling for butter, just use your new green butter. Yeah. I like that. I don't know yet, but I'll let you know. A recipe. Simmer marijuana in butter for about 15 minutes. Strain the marijuana out of the butter. Throw it out. When it out, throw it out. I wonder if they're using regular or premium, though. 
Place the now what butter? Place the now green butter back in the fridge to harden back up. Every time you have a recipe calling for butter, just use your new green butter. It's Irish, man. I like it. It's like eating Irish Spring. All, as I also mentioned, it's alcohol soluble. Soak some marijuana in vodka for a few days, Josh says. Take out the marijuana, shake up the vodka. Now you've got some liquor that'll knock your unsuspecting friends on their asses. Josh says, I think I had a lot of fun in college. At least it looks that way from the pictures. <laughs> of course, $50 a shot. <laughs> oh. He only wishes he could remember. In fact, maybe it's better that he doesn't remember. You know what I'm saying? Boy, there sure is a lot of dyke uh, activity on this Playboy channel. That's right. Because men are foul, disgusting creatures, and no one wants to see them. I think that's Zim Farr playing the uh, skin flute there, isn't it? Five six seven oh five sixty. I thought it was the pant flute. Well, he's got a lot more time now to play it. Now that he's not doing the dolphin games anymore. <laughs> Here's a call from Pompano. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hell, I'd like to uh, go ahead and vote for Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary's good. That's a good choice. Sure, he was the James Dean of the nineties. Huh? Okay, huh? James Dean of the nineties. <laughs> sure. Or Claude Pepper, you pick. Okay, thanks. He was doing so well. Oh, Claude Pepperson, do you pick him, uh, Fields? Dennis Leary's good. Why do you have to ruin it with a, the, with a corny material? That huh? was bad. Dennis Leary's great. Your material was pretty lame, is all I can say. Folks, I nice, like nice talk up. I will have time to play that. Well, we really do, but I won't. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Don't forget to go to neilrogers.com. We need your money for Abandoned Pet Rescue, and you can get your best Neil CDs, 2002, 2003, and your Mo Howard David. All the crap you can unwrap. Keychains and other other good stuff. Wednesday's the next van hit, and Miguel, uh, when he gets around to it, he'll tell us tomorrow, right? Wouldn't it be nice to have like a one-day uh, advance? Now you're asking for it. I see. Doreen's been asking for it for a long time. She ain't getting it. That's why she's in there ha- hanging out uh, with Mo reading the headlines. She'll take anything. Here's a call from P. Ryan. Hello. Retire. Retire, asshole. Retire, your asshole. I told Clarence that. He says he's not ready yet. Here's Pompano. Hello. Pompano. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, first time, long time. All right. All right. Hey, I have uh, two things. Uh, for the poll, as far as epitome of coolness. Yes. Mr. Dennis Franz from NYPD Blue. Okay, I'll put him on there. I'm not, you know, I'm not that blown away, but I'll put him on. Okay. And lastly, it's it's great to know that I have uh, a reason for my CRS disease with this damn cell phone. Take care. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Don't forget, use your cell phone too much. You're going to become senile, and then you'll be able to call this show. Isn't that what it takes? Isn't that what we require? Sure would explain a lot. It would. Yeah, a lot of the cell phone calls we get like that. It's not their fault. Before they actually dialed it up, they were like rational, reasonable people, and all of a sudden they started sticking that thing to their ear. They stuck it in their ear, man, and like that. Look at this. Feel his lips, your lips. <laughs> mm. oh, I'm not. I'm not taking any chances after that previous episode. By the way, the recall has been uh, postponed or something. The California, California recall? Yeah. Oh, let me, I'll get on that during the break. We'll get the latest and the greatest. Let me get on, uh, is it on CNN right now as I speak while I'm watching all this pornography? 
Shame on me. ...in a voter's ballot not being counted than the other voting systems used in California. So the conclusion that they have drawn is, is that as a result of that, there is unequal treatment, which is a violation of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. How do you like that? Hanging Chad ballots uh, that caused the 2000 uh, controversy in Florida, uh, they got the same problem in some of the counties in California. The candidates will continue their campaigning, whether they will revise it somewhat. Governor Gray Davis has already put out a statement saying for the moment he's going to continue his campaign as if the recall is going forward. Of course, as we found out, seven days is an eternity. Oftentimes, seven days means nothing in the glacial pace of the judicial system. But in this particular case, there's some obvious urgency, and it's just a question of where the appeal lands. All right, our Bob Franklin. How do you like that? Hello. This is Arnold. Yeah, good luck to you, Arnold. Sounds like you might need it. 19 till 2 at 560 WQAM. Hey, if you're fat, if you're sick and tired of being out of shape and lethargic and diabetic or right on the verge of it, here's the answer you might be looking for. Everybody and their brother has tried every diet under the sun. All of us fat people, you know that. And if you failed on all the other ones for whatever the reason, this might be the answer you've been searching for for a long time, for a coon's age, balance for life. Beast, what did you say he's down to now? He's lost uh, about 600 pounds? 252. Okay, so that's like... About 30, man. Right, and he's uh, back on it. He's doing it because he knows this is his last chance or he's going to be dead. There's no cooking, no shopping, no cleaning, no calorie counting, no carbohydrate counting. Just great, unbelievable results. You'll watch that weight start falling off on a scale within just a matter of days because Balance for Life is based on the zone diet. It really works. Mighty complicated principles in it. You don't have to worry about figuring anything out because they do all that work for you. All they uh, do is deliver right to your door a little black sack. Every day. Those are the only two things you have to do is reach out and grab your sack. And number two, fill out that little menu once a week that's got your choices. Two choices for each meal and snack every day that you're on the program. And all the food is fresh, delicious, made with the best ingredients. They've got chicken dishes and beef and omelets and frittatas and really nifty stuff in there. Everything, like I said, is the best ingredients money can buy. Nothing prefabricated, nothing frozen or artificial, anything at all. So if you want to lose that weight, finally, get yourself into shape and extend your life. Call Balance for Life today and let them help you do it. Call 954 954- Five six eight thirty two twenty nine. That's nine five four five six eight thirty two twenty nine. Or get more info about it on their website, balanceforlife.com. Live and local. This is Sports Radio five sixty. UAM. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and playthings, and at half past four, there came a young lady. She looked like a pretty young creature. She sat on the grass. She pulled up her dress, and she showed them her ruffles and laces and white fluffy duck. She said she was learning a new way to bring up her children so they would not spit. While the boys in the barnyard were shoveling refuse and litter from yesterday's hunt. While the girl in the meadow was rubbing her eyes at the fellow down by the dock. He looked like a man with a sizable home in the country with a big fence out front. If he asked her politely, she'd show him her little pet dog who was subject to fits. And maybe she'd let him grab hold of her small tender hands with a movement so quick. And then she'd bend over and suck on his candy so tasty made of butterscotch. And then he spread whipped cream all over her cookies that she had left out on her shelf. If you think this is dirty, 
go yourself. All right. 147 at 560 WQM. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, ma'am. How are you today? I'm doing great. I How about you? I have a suggestion for your poll and oh. also a question for you. Okay. The suggestion is Robert Plant. Who? Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin. Robert Plant? Yes. Okay. Okay. And I have a question. Have you been to Vancouver Island? No, never been to Vancouver, period. Never oh. been to B.C. Okay. I'm just curious. Okay, thank you, Neil. Have a great day. Bye. What do you say, Robert Plant? Up sure. your pants? All right. Okay. All right. Don't get all bent out of shape. I'm just curious what the uh, consensus is. Sure, put him on there. I didn't see the Mad Dog on her last time I checked. Is he on there? Maybe he slipped through the cracks. Did Robert Duvall and Jim Mandich and Dennis Leary and Dennis Price say and Robert, Robert Duvall Plant all slipped through the cracks? Robert Duvall. Yeah. I didn't know we were putting him on there. Okay, we were not. Jim Mandich. Well, Mad Dog's got to be on there if you and I can be on there. And right. Scott. Well, he sure as hell is a lot cooler than we are. The Mad Dog. Am I right? All right. No question. So here's the story. A federal appeals court has blocked the October 7th California recall. Oh, by the way, I'm having a little lunch. Mm. All right. You don't have it? Wiener? Wiener. Mm-hmm. No, not John Wiener. Oh, what a grotesque thought that is. See, one thing about Clarence, he not only is he like a eunuch, but he hangs out with people of similar... Although John Wiener was married, wasn't he? Uh, I don't know. I think. To what... A federal appeals court has blocked the October 7 California recall, but stayed its order for seven days to allow an appeal. The ruling from the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals follows a hearing last week in which the ACLU sought a postponement of the vote. The ACLU argued that election officials should have more time to replace antiquated voting machines in several California counties. If Monday's ruling stands, the recall vote would be moved to March of 2004. How do you like that, huh? Peter yep. Ragone a spokesman for the California Governor Gray Davis campaign, said the governor and his campaign will keep moving forward till it's settled. It's in the court's hands, Ragon said. We'd be pleased by anything that tends to greater enfranchisement in the state of California. California. Yada, yada, yada. An L.A. Times poll published on Friday, well, we know this, this is on our website, showed that the um, support for the recall is down to 50%, 47% saying they would vote to keep Davis. In I mean, it's like razor-thin margin. I think he's going to keep his ass in there. How do you like that? Great. To which Great. we say, oh! yeah, anything to subvert the uh, will of the right-wing lunatics who are trying to subvert the will of the electorate by stealing election after election, Florida, California, etc., and so on, coast to coast. It's called dictatorship is what it's called. Like Jimmy Breslin said, fascism. What's Arnold going to say? Hello. Yeah, what? Uh, he's going to count to three real quick. Here's Miami. Hello. George is a fag. Okay, great. George is a fag. You're an asshole. Wait, tell us something we don't know, okay, schmuck? The Whisperer again. We're going to find his ass and destroy it. Not all of them, just the ass. Here's Boca. Hello. Boca. Neil, Neil hey, how you doing? Okay. I got some more for your poll. How about Keith Richards of the Stones? Uh, no. Even even McJagger I wouldn't put on it. Oh, no, he's an old... old so, huh? And he's a butt-plug tycoon now. Who's that? Mick. Keith? Oh, Mick? Mick turned out to be a prick. Rhymes with... Why is that? Mick. Oh, it's just they, the way that he treated that Jerry, night. and he's all greedy, and uh, just all these stories what have been coming out. What are you talking about? Out. They came here and did that concert for free to help us out here. Well, that was one. Yeah. Uh, just uh, up until then, all these stories kept coming out. Uh, so, you in know, other words, you, this you one weren't hot to put David Bowie on there, but you weren't hot to put uh, uh, Mick he Jagger He never stole on? a freight train. 
the David Bowie's an old troll. Are you kidding? An old queen. God. But, but he's on there. You know, I, I... He has a wife, you know. Uh, so, does, so did Mick Jagger. What the hell does that prove, okay? So did Elton John for about two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Good golly, Miss Molly. Until she realized what that nub was supposed to be a penis. That's why he wears the big glasses. So everybody can see it. 152 at 560 WQAM. It's been said that everything you do, the big things, see, the small things, even the everyday things can change the world at least some small way. This idea that everything you do has the ability to affect somebody else is something the people at Vermont Teddy Bear Company really believe in. It's one of the many reasons they put so much attention and pride into every little bear that they make. They want you to feel confident that when you send a Vermont teddy bear, you're sending a gift that will bring somebody love and fun into somebody's day and be cherished for a lifetime. Sending a Vermont teddy bear is as easy as calling 1-800-829-BEAR or visiting vermontteddybear.com. Send a Vermont teddy bear to surprise somebody on their birthday, welcome a new baby, or make somebody who's under the weather feel a whole lot better. Whatever the reason or occasion, Vermont teddy bears are a fun, creative way to make difference in somebody's day. So call toll-free 1-800-829-BEAR, tell them that old Neil told you to call, or shop online at vermontteddybear.com. That's 1-800-829-BEAR. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. Neil Rogers. Michael Eisner. Two rings, Eisner. It took you two rings to answer. What are you doing over there? Uh, I'm sorry, sir. I just couldn't reach the phone. Oh, I couldn't reach the phone. One ring, Eisner. We've been over this. I'm I'm sorry, sir. Get on the ball over there. Okay, sir. We all hung over out with your mighty dicks. Who, sir? The hockey kids. Oh, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Oh, what a successful story Uh, that's been. Whatever. Sell it. Sell it? Sell that team. They're terrible. Sir, they're in the Stanley Cup Finals. What does that mean? Well, they're in the championship of the national. Ah, save it. I'm not in the sports anyway. I'm more of a porn mouse. Porn mouse? Forget about the ducks. It's a stupid name anyway. Who came up with it? Well, uh, I did, sir. We Remember we had oh, that movie? Oh, it's the, terrible. And I see you hanging out with that straight brim on your hat. You look like a moron next to Charlie Sheen. No, no, no. Uh, that was Emilio Estevez, the star same of the Mighty Same kid. Ducks. It's the same kid. Terrible. The Mighty Ducks, I mean, they really are entertaining. It's a I great family value. I don't care about the dick. Uh, what? Hang on a minute. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, uh. Oh, my God. What the hell is wrong with you, Remus? Oh, not for you, Will, boss. Oh, you're almost white. Yeah, I'm pale, boss. Oh, have some bad Chinese. Some bad Chinese? Yeah, met her downtown, boss. Ling. Ling's a panda. Whatever, boss. I, I's got to go. Oh, get away from me. You stink oh. like a brewery. Oh. My good God. Oh, come on. Eisner? Yes, sir. Well, things are going very well over here. You know, we have the Mighty Ducks in the Stanley Cup Finals. Terrible. Sell them. And we also have the Finding Nemo movie, which is doing very, yeah, very Andy well. Yeah, Finding Nemo, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Why do I have a check for $4 million on my desk and the thing made $70 million? What kind of deal do we have with Pixar? Well, we sort of... Remus! Oh, I'm not... Did you do it? I think I pooped myself, boss. You pooped yourself? Remus! Get out of the office, will you? My, oh, my. My, oh, my. Oh, is right. day. Oh, I need a stick up in here. I, sir. Oh. Yes, sir. Repeat after me. I. Uh, I. Am. Am. An idiot. An idiot.
idiot. Goodbye, Eisner. Okay, well, well, sir, would you like tickets for the Mighty Ducks? I told you to sell the dicks. Ducks? Change the name of that thing, anyway. Well, change the name? Yeah, if we got to keep it, make it the, the Mises. The Mises? What, what are Mises? Mises, more than one mouse. Isn't that just mice? Yeah. Are you correcting me? No, no, sir. Leave us out of here, you stink. I can't even walk, boss. Okay, how are we doing on the uh, coolest of them all? I don't see Mad Dog under yet, by the way. He's going to get porked off. Yeah. Jack Nicholson, 70. Jack wins hands down, man, and nobody can touch old Jack. Uh, Johnny Depp, 42. Clint Eastwood, 38. Hugh Hefner, 36. Bill Clinton, 31. I got 27. Comedy vote. Christopher Walken, 24. De Niro, 21. George Carlin, 20. Scott Farrell's got 15. Snoop Doggy Dog's at 11. Now, how many's George got? And George got seven. Yeah. So that that ain't too bad. Yeah. Any too good? Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is better than sex. Yeah, no sir.